Welcome to another week on Let's Get Real with Coach Menachem Show, Sunday Nights. Originally a Zoom interactive platform where we discuss real life scenarios with real live people. Okay, everybody, welcome to tonight's program, tonight's shear. Uh, tonight is going to be our 38th shear. And I want to, again, thank everybody. I looked at some of the statuses today. It was all over the place. And I thank all the viewers for telling people about it. And Menachem for smiling. Thank you for being so happy, Menachem. And for all of our viewers for letting people know about the program. You sound very relaxed. I am very relaxed. Yes, I am on vacation. And I'm very, very relaxed. Thank you, Menachem. And I took my medication today. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, I just wanted to say, Shkoya, uh, for all the people that, uh, you know, tell people about the program. I really appreciate it. And, you know, we had a lot of programs on therapy and different yonim. And the bottom line is, as everybody always says, you always have to come back to tefillah. Tefillah is our connection to Hashem. So we decided to have a program about tefillah. As much as it's, you know, such a basic thing, it's something that we really, I never really discussed. We never got into it in detail. I think it's a very, very important Indian. So we're really going to get into it tonight. Again, anybody who's watching the replay on YouTube, please click on the subscribe button to Coach Benachem's channel. Also click on the like button so more people to see the views. I want, to first off start, I want to start off first thanking all of our advertising sponsors at Lakewood Scoop for always promoting us here in Lakewood. I want to give a special thank you to Rabbi and Yanifu Chazak for always promoting us on the Chazak channels. A special thank you to Chayla Kaufman to Shmuel Summer from JCN, Jewish Contact Network for always promoting us on all the digital pl platforms. Really appreciate it. We're going to talk about next, next Sunday. We're going to have a very amazing program. We have therapist Sonny Perlman, if anybody knows him. He's a very, very big therapist. He's also the brother of Dr. Akiva Perlman. We had him on the program. He's a director of Our Place in New York, as well as the director of Our Village to Sober Living in Rockland County. We'll be discussing addiction. Uh, basically, everybody has some type of addiction in them, how to, how to navigate that with positive and how to help people with addiction. It's going to be a very powerful program. We spend, me and Menachem spend time with him. He's an amazing person. Uh, everybody should really try to join next week. Um, again, tonight we have the discuss of having uh, Rabbi uh, Heshi Kleiman. He, Rabbi Kleiman, how many books did you write? Uh, uh, a whole bunch. A whole bunch, right. So you wrote many, many books and tefillah and a lot of other stuff. We'll get to that soon. Let's open up with our host, Coach Menachem, the Rib Sicha. Menachem, I can't hear you. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Welcome, everyone, to another show on Let's Get Real with Coach Menachem. And like we heard from Reb that in the past we've covered many topics, mental health, chinuch, shalom bias, and the dealing with all different challenges in life. And that's the one thing we always come back to, that with, without tefillah, without siyata deshmaya, we could be sitting here and discussing topics, um, ideas, and different things, but we always go back to um, davening and connecting to Hashem. So... I am very excited to have with us tonight, Mitzvah Shem, Rabbi Kleiman, who um, he deals with this, made it his life mission. So tonight's topic is praying with fire. We'll have to see which one we'll discuss, the, pr the prayer part or the fire part. But uh, I think they're both needed, like we'll see. A deeper understanding how to connect to our creator through it all. So the truth is, before we start discussing tefillah, I just want to discuss that we need to look at our connection with Hashem before we discuss Bechlal Tefillah. What's our connection? What is your relationship with Hashem? If I put you in a room 
and together with Hashem, and I close the door behind me, and I leave you there, you and Hashem. What does it look like? So I think there are three types of people. Number one is those who, when they meet Hashem, they'll be overwhelmed with joy and thanking Him with full of positive, positivity, everything in their life, and the, they'll just continue, manish, well, only positive. Then there's number two, uh, some people would be total in total shock. They've never sat with Hashem. They don't even know who, how. Even though we do daven three times a day, but like we'll hear a little bit, sometimes because it's routine, we're, sometimes we're not even there. So there's no connection. And then there's the third type. Those who will feel very, very uncomfortable. They're like scared. Oi. Oi, Hashem, you know everything about me. I, I don't want to stay here. I want, I'm embarrassed. I run, run away. So the truth is based on this, if you want to help, we're going to help tonight the Mitzvah people to connect and with tefillah, to connect to Hashem, they first have to realize if they feel uncomfortable, why they feel uncomfortable, to see if the positive, negative. So we know logically that, you know, Hashem... We trust in Hashem, and He's a loving Father, and He knows exactly what we need. And we can't, we can't imagine how much He loves us. And everything that He does is for the good. And most of us know this. And we still have questions, many questions that come up, which can be hard at the end of the day. If somebody's going through a tzara or somebody's davening for a while. But the uh, Hopefully, Mr. Shem tonight, with Rabbi Kleiman's help, like I said, that he made it his mission to help us connect and come closer to Hashem with Phila. We should be able to take out, we should be able to have the meaningful relationship with Hashem, and we should be able to come closer and fulfill a tafkit. Thank you, Coach Menachem, such a beautiful opening. Again, tonight's year, we're doing also the Nishmas, my father, my father, Rabbi Yosef, the Shomish Aliyah. We also have a sponsor uh, tonight. For anybody who's uh, doing the PPP loans, we have a sponsor, Gramax. They're doing round two PPP. They're, they're there to help you. They're going to review the process. If anybody has any questions, please contact them. Um, their email address is info, I-N-F-O at grantmax.net, G-R-A-N-T-M-A-X.net, or call them or text them. The number's right there on the screen, 609-300-3928. And before we start with Rabbi Kleiman, I just wanted to ask Rabbi Kleiman for his bio. So I'm going to, I'm going to read what Rabbi Kleiman said. Uh, we have again the schluss to have Rabbi Hesha Kleiman, the famous author of so many books of Praying with Fire. I, I thought, I, I don't want to give the number, but it's a tremendous amount of books and bringing us closer and deeper meaning to understanding, uh, connecting to David via tefillah. And his bio is, is a Pashtayid, trying to help people understand the amazing gift we have with tefillah. So Rabbi Kleiman, Pashtayid, please open up. First of all, I want to thank Coach Menachem and uh, Rabasha for providing me with the opportunity. Uh, it's a schus. I'm a kind of your schar in Oilam Haba after 120, after the whole gig is up. And I don't mean just the program. Uh, your schar is tremendous. And Bethesham, the Abisha should give both of you and everybody else associated with this wonderful concept, this wonderful program the ability, the menuchas nefesh, and uh, whatever they need to continue to help claw Yisrael. Amen. Tonight's topic, 
a deeper understanding how to connect to our creator through it all. Through it all, we've all been through it all and there's more to come folks. And that means that wherever you are, whatever your situation is, we are all through it all because that's our whole purpose of having been created to grow closer to the Yabishta. And like every other flight that we go heavenward, there is turbulence. That doesn't mean that the plane's going down. It simply means that we got the best pilot in the world that's called the Abishta. I'd like to take everyone back, if I may, for a moment to an Aguda convention. If I recall correctly, the theme of the, of the convention was crises. What uh, Coach Menachem and uh, Rabosha deal with literally every week, they're trying to help Kalal Yisrael. If I remember, there were several seminars that were held on Shabbos after the Suda Friday night. And uh, there was an Adam Gadol in each of the seminars. There was the tuition crisis. There was the Shidduch crisis. There was the children at risk crisis. I think there was the Panosa crisis. And the uh, symposium or the event that I happened to have attended together with Rabbi Matasio Solomon was Tefillah. And if I can, I'd like to share with you for a moment what the Mashkiach said when he stood up to speak. The Mashkiach looked around the room. Baruch Hashem, the room was full. It wasn't uh, packed in like sardines. And the Mashkiach said the following. If everyone in the other seminars would understand the chashivas and the power of prayer, there would be no need to have the other seminars. So Coach Menachem and uh, Rabasha, I have bad news for you. After tonight, where everybody gets a hold of the Kaya your program will not be canceled. It will be changed. The title will be How to Give Shvach V'Haidot for all the bracha and the benefits that he now has bestowed on each and every one of us. It's very important, I believe, to gain a clear understanding, to gain clarity as to the power of prayer. And it's something I think that everybody kind of knows in the back of their mind. But I'd like to present a question. This past Thursday, Rav Lau and Eretz Yisrael, uh, according to the reports that I read with the Askama of Rav Chaim Kanievsky, uh, announced a Yom Tefillah for Klal Yisrael. So here's the question. I want everybody to contemplate this. Talmud Torah Keneged Kulam. Why every time there's a crisis, is there a Yom Tefillah? I'm looking for the next announcement. Talmud Torah, we're having a Yom Tefillah. Talmud Torah, Kulam. Why is it always a Yom Tefillah? I'm reminded of the story with Ramosha. He wants writing some tshuvas in his tshuva svarim. I would imagine that he had svarim piled up to, uh, to, the, uh, to the ceiling. And he got a phone call that one of the grandchildren of his was in the hospital having surgery. So what did Ramosha do? He closed the Svarim, closed the Gemara, and started to say, tell him, Aplia, Ramosha, come on, you're the God of God. What are you doing? Tefillah, come on, go a little bit deep in a Shvatosis and you'll have the Shvatosis. You know what the answer is? The answer is the Gemara Masech the Shabbos, Yudamadala. Tefillah is called Tzayruch Shah, Chaye Shah. Said Rashi, and the aside is as follows. Yes, Talmud Torah connected Kula after 120, when we'll all get to meet, 
Yeah, when the gig is up, that's right. We'll be Nadim is a Vashkina because of the Scha. We have Talmatari connected Kula. And some of the other wonderful things that the wonderful people in Kalal Yisrael are involved with every single day. But you want Chayesha. You want Rafua. You want Gazunt. You want to be protected from COVID. Do you want Shalim, peace, not only inner peace, peace by the peace with your spouse, with your sibling, parents, grandparents, in-laws, you know the list. The line is out the door. And you want Panosalamazainais. The answer is Tfila. You know, many people look for Segulas. I'm not going to get into, I'm sure you'll have a, a segment on Segulas as well. But if you haven't yet, everybody looks for Segulas. You know what the Seifo Ikram says? Tfila is the school of Meyuchedes Lakoil. You know what that means? Read my lips. Meyuchedes, the best one, the number one Segula. If we had a top 10 list, the number one Segula would be Tfila. And it's Lakoil and it's everything for everything. And not only that, said the Mashon Kiddushin. You know, sometimes we get a schus and we get some benefit and we're concerned that we're using up schusim. No, says the Mashon. Tefillah is built in. Adam Ayin Labadis Adama, Adam Arishain, the Abish, the built in the world that Tefillah gets it done. Therefore, it's not Menach, it does not reduce Aschusim. Hey, what happens if you have bad mazel? I know everything great, but hey, what can I do? I got bad mazel. And by the way, individuals have mazel. That's another topic that you should look into. Individuals have mazel. So, what do we do then? You know what the Tysus and Masakta Shabbos and Mayukotan tells us? Schuz Gadol override bed mazel. Said Rabbeinu Bachaya, Tysus Yontif, and others. That is Tfila. So the bottom line is there ain't anything that Tfila cannot do. The Gemara Masakta neither says for Ashir is Chachma, Banam Zacharim. Tfila is Yosemi, Maisim, Toivim, Amos Rabbeinu. So let me ask you something. So how come everyone or many people are parv? It, don't worry. Don't feel so guilty. It's a Gemara's question. This has been going on for many years before the program. Did the program has been going on for thousands of years? No. I'm sorry. I did not view the previous programs before I was born. But I should tell you it's a Gemara's question. It's at the pinnacle of the heavens. We treat it so lightly. So once we have the clarity that the Gemara tells us that tefillah is we have to understand why are people mazalzal. So people treat it lightly. I'm not going to be able to give you the strategies how to get around it. And Baruch Hashem, the good news is for every individual, there are strategies to how to excel in tefillah, how to find that button, to press that button, to empower ourselves with the Kayach tefillah. But there are two main reasons why people are kind of lukewarm when it comes to tefillah and why they don't connect. Number one, it has to do with the level of our amuna, as much as Coach Menachem mentioned all the things. But at the end of the day, it's an amuna that is not as deep as an amuna chushis. What I'm telling you is I can't go into it now. Bez Hashem will have questions and I'll be happy to address it. By the way, the night is long. It is the winter. Okay, and I ain't going anywhere. So feel free to ask whatever you want, as many different ways as you want to ask it. They have no problem with that. 
But at the end of the day, don't feel bad if somebody says, how's your emuna? Because Rashi tells us Noyach was a tzaddik and he was miktani emuna. And the stipler explains, as Rashi sells it, maimon ve'ena maimon. So if that describes you because it describes me, don't feel so bad. Rashi addressed Noyak with that title. That's one reason why we're lukewarm. Our emune, we don't feel it in our bones, our connection. It's kind of like the Wi-Fi. It, it's in, it's out, it's here, it's there. I hear every other word. God does the same thing. Here's every other word. Okay. The other reason is because we don't feel perhaps that Atfila carries that oomph, that wallet. Because we know he desires Philos and Shel Tzadikim. And people say, Me, I ain't a Tzadik. So I have good news and I have bad news. What do you want first? Okay, I'll give you the bad news. The bad news is you're absolutely right. You know what? You're not the ultimate Tzadik, and neither am I. But the good news is let me tell you how good you are. I remember my Rebbe Roshmu Bruni, Zeret Sadik Levracha. When I was in the Mayor Yeshiva, he gave a schmooze one Arab Rosh Hashanah. This goes back more than 45 years ago. And he told us, he said, I want every Bukhar in the Shir to know how wonderful they are. And he was trying to get us to do tshuva. This is what I mean. They were not Tadigam. Of course, there were things we have to be Masakin, and we will. But at the end of the day, Roshmu Bruni told everyone, and he said, Viffel mentioned how many people are there in the world? Billions. And out of those billion people, billions of Viffel, how many Jews are there? And from those Jews, how many are Shoimre Toimer Umitzvahs? And for those Shoimre Toimer Umitzvahs, how many learn Torah every day? And from those who learn Torah, guess what? We are the one percenters, the good one percenters. And I'm going to add to that. If you are listening, if you are within the sound of my voice, if you take up your precious time to listen to Coach Menachem and to Rebosheh, let me tell you something. God knows you're listening. And God is sitting there quelling. And he's going, I can't believe it. Look how many people want to better themselves. You are all, each and every one of you. I cannot see you all. I don't have the pleasure and the honor of meeting you all, but I'm telling you, okay, says Rab Tzaddik in Sitkus HaTzaddik that the Avishta is smiling when each and every one of us does a mitzvah, has a machshava, helps a neighbor, learns Tairid Davins. So as much as we would like to get better, Be'ezus Hashem, help us on the way. With the Siyata Deshmaya, and with the program like we have it, I don't mean this evening's program because I'm here to speak. I mean that not, week in and week out, Sunday in and Sunday out, the fact that everyone gets together to be able to grow in good things that they're doing, that in and of itself shows the tzitkis. And if Rashmu Bruni were here, he would say, unbelievable, you folks are amazing. And God knows it as well. So that's kind of the greatness, the objective greatness and the power of prayer of each and every one of us. And as much as we feel we're not tzaddikim, I'll leave you with this last thought. HaKadosh Baruch Hu Mishavah L'Tfilat Mishel Tzaddikim says the Mechtar Melio, you don't have to be a tzaddik. If you daven like a tzaddik, 
piv your mouth. Believeboy and your heart showing you have kavana, you've got it made. You've done it. You've hit the, this is like hitting the jackpot. Just last night, my daughter said, you know, Abba, somebody won the billion dollar jackpot in Michigan, I think it was. Powerball, I don't know, I don't play. But you want to know something? You've got something that's even better than that. Because you know who's going to give you your bracha? Someone that's got more money than a billion dollars, and that's God. So continue to daven. Continue to believe in the power of your prayer. Continue to believe in yourself. Put that all together and focus, have kabana, ask as many questions as you like this evening, Be'ezus Hashem, and with the siyati deshmai, we will all grow together. And as the Gemara and Masech to tell us, Onuli Shon Ela Avinu the Geula will come when we all get together and grow our tefillah to bring the Geula, to bring Yeshua's and the Chamas for everyone in Klai Yisrael and for the continued Hatzlacha of this wonderful program. Thank you, Rabbi Klein. It was a beautiful opening. And I have to agree with you, the island that comes here on Sunday night, we're here sometimes to 12 o'clock at night and we have hundreds of people. It's a very, very hush for a growing island. I have to agree with you on that part. Okay, okay. so br bring it on. Just uh, my, oh, we are going to bring it on. My only request is ask me one question at a time, please, because I try not to talk out of both sides of my mouth. Okay, we're going to bring it on. We're going to bring it on heavy. There's a lot of questions coming in already. A lot of people are emailing. A lot of people want to ask live already. Uh, let's start off with a poll just to get the oilum into it. Again, everybody can turn on their cameras, get interactive. Rabbi Kleiman wants the oilum to be part of it and to feel comfortable to ask any question. Any question you have, he's here to answer to the best of his ability. If anybody can answer a question on tefillah, probably, probably Rabbi Kleiman is definitely from the, the, top, top, the top of the food chain. So let's start off with the poll. Okay, we asked everybody two questions over here. Feel free to answer. It's anonymous, just to get a feeling from the crowd. How do you feel your connection to Hashem is when you are davening, when you are praying? Option A, very close. Option B, feel connected sometimes. Option C, davening doesn't do it for me. Option D, zero connection, just reading the words. No feeling whatsoever. The second question is, when you are davening for something for a long time that hasn't happened yet, what is your mindset? A, it for sure will happen, just a matter of time. B, keep hoping it will happen, but who knows? Or option C, I'm doing my part, and whatever Hashem wants is fine. Whatever Hashem does, whether he listens to my feel or not, is fine. So everybody, please answer those two questions again. First question is, how do you feel when you're, when you, how do you feel your connection is to Hashem when you're davening? And the second question is, when you are davening for something for a long time that hasn't happened yet, what is your mindset? Okay, five seconds. Dan, we're waiting for you, Dan. Okay, let's end the polling, and I'm going to share with everybody. Okay, Rabbi Kleiman? Everybody can see it now? Okay. Share, it. share it. Okay, the first question was, how do you feel your connection to Hashem is when you're davening? 90% of the people feel very close. As you can see, Roy, 71% feel connected sometimes, and 7% uh, doesn't do it for me. 3% feel zero connection. So the other one here is a bainanim, I guess. And the second question is, when you're davening for something for a long time that hasn't happened yet, what is your mindset? 11% of people say it for sure will happen just a matter of time. 38% uh, say keep hoping it will happen, but who knows? And 51% say I'm doing my part and whatever I should have wants to find. Okay, interesting. Exit. Okay, I'm going to start with the first question. We have a bunch of live pending, but I'm going to start with the first question. That's okay. 
I have Rabbi, Rabbi Kleiman, I have at least 50 questions I'm letting in on, but I'm gonna try to combine some of them because some of them are similar. Is that okay? No problem, whatever you want, let's bring it on. Okay, first question. I've been davening for years now for a shidduch. I'm 30 years old, I'm still single. What should be my approach with tefillah? Okay, so first of all, let me tell you, I feel your pain. It's a difficult thing to be able to go through. But I want you to know that the company that you share is with the Abbas, the Imahos, Chana, and others who daven for a very long time. And there are a myriad of reasons why that can happen. Uh, it's difficult to be able to, on such a heavy topic, to be able to give the quick answer. And I don't mean to kind of push off the answer, but I mean to send you in the direction that perhaps can help you. In Praying with Fire, in chapter six, it's entitled Finding Answers to Unanswered Prayers. What I will tell you is that if you're not answered, I'll tell you what it's not. It's not a rejection by God, on the contrary. When we have an Nisayin, it's the opportunity for greatness. It's not easy. Again, we all have Bechira, and God wants us to work hard to be able to get as much out of ourselves as we can. So it's a difficult struggle. I would suggest what the Gemara says, Kaveh El Hashem, hope to God. Chazak, Continue to hope, continue to daven. And every time, even daven for the Siyata Deshmayit to continue to daven. Okay? God understands your situation. He loves you. Okay? He's doing something for your benefit. I know it sounds easier said than done, and don't think that the fact that I'm saying it, it's easy for me. I go through my own struggles and we're all in this together. We all have our own individual struggles. But premise number one, God created us. That means he loves us. And the fact that he's keeping us on the earth, on the planet means he's expecting and he knows we can reach great heights. That's number one. Number two, Go one step at a time. The, uh, the guide for that is none other than Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Avinu was Sulam Mutzav Ortsa. The latter was stationed in the ground. Yaakov was the Bechir Sheba Abais, the choices of the Abais. And yet Yaakov went up one rung, one step at a time. So the way to grow in a difficult situation Think about the difficulties Yaakov Avinu had. You know, sometimes we read it in the Pasha that we don't really stop for a moment, take in what Yaakov had to go through. Here's a man, all he wanted to do was to learn Torah his whole life, and he had to work for 20 years, and he worked for a swindler. And wait, and then his brother wants to kill him. And wait, and then his beloved child, he thinks he's dead. That's Yaakov Avinu, and he reached tremendous heights. And Yaakov Avinu Davin, he was the one that was Masak in Myriam. So with that background, with that backdrop, if you can try to feel that Yaakov Avinu went through something similar, and it means that the Avishta knows that you are a person that can grow to reach greatness. And with that in mind, again, I don't say it lightly. It's a difficult situation. I share your pain. Continue, Kaveh Hashem, hope, take it one day at a time, one tefillah at a time. And Be'ezus Hashem, 
the Abishta should answer your tefillahs and you should get what you're looking for, something that you feel that you need. I, I, I hope that to a certain degree gave at least some insight as to how to tackle a difficult situation and at the same time have hope in the Abishta. Okay. I have a bunch of live questions. Let's see if I can jump on the live. I'll meet him. Zev, you're on. Hi, thank you very much. Um, okay, so I started um, getting more into this field in 11th grade. I've been trying to have permanent since, but I have, especially during Shema Shemina Esri, and I have this problem where at this uh, safe outdoor meaning that I daven at, sometimes they go very quickly and I tend to feel rushed, especially trying to cast a bit Tibor and the like. And especially when it's very cold out, they sometimes don't get no more than a meaning and I'm sometimes a tense guy. And I, I tend to feel very rushed with my kavana and the like. So how do I kind of, I guess, balance kavana and saying every word slowly and not just like rushing in and just mumbling things? Where do I find okay. the right balance there? Trying to catch okay. the so first of all, I want to commend you. You are special. The fact that you actually have this tremendous desire and you're getting on to be able to ask a question, I, I think you're special for uh, having the courage to do so. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, there's good news for you. As long as you start the davening, when the zebra starts, no matter where they are, they can be having a lunch break and you're still in Shmakailenu, you're fine. You have daven tefillah b'tzibur. It depends on when you begin. And if you've begun, it really depends as long as you're davening any part of the tefillah t- together with the tzibur, you are considered to have daven tefillah b'tzibur. Think about this logically. God does not expect everyone to say each word in unison altogether. And therefore, as long as we're all davening as part of the tzibur, you have accomplished tefillah b'tzibur. So number one, you are on the right track. Number two, you are literally a very courageous, uh, a very wise individual for pursuing that path. Number three, you have Tefillah Batiba. All you got to do is, hey, go at your own pace. The train does not stop rolling when everybody else checks out of the station. Your train keeps on going. So ride your train, say each word as slowly as you want. I wish you at Slacha. Be'ez is Hashem, okay? I'd like to know how far you will be in a couple of months. You can drop uh, Coach Menachem or Abasha a line and they can send it to me because I'm interested to know. And if you have any other questions, let me know. I'm with you all the way. Okay, amazing. Let's go to the next question. You ready? You're on, T. Okay, hi, how are you? Thank you for doing this for everybody. Um, my question is, uh, so a lot of people say that you should, when um, as a mother, davening in front of children is very important so that they see their mother in davening and therefore they'll, when they grow up, they'll have a, like a, like a love for davening. So I'm from a large family. My mother always davened early morning before anybody woke up. And I, I know that she davened every morning and I know that she had a big chashivas for davening. Um, some of my siblings have more of a connection to davening than others. For me, it, it comes a little bit harder. I personally don't think it had anything to do with my mother not davening in front of me because I know it was something important to her. And I feel like davening in front of children is wrong because sometimes I, I've seen many times the mother's davening and the kids calling and fetching and the mother just is ignoring them because she's busy davening. And I don't feel like that's the wrong enough. What's what do the, I don't hear a question yet. What's the question? 
my question is, um, first of all, davening in front of children, um, how you feel, what, what you think is the right thing. Why, really. why, what's, what's the issue? How old are the children? So, I mean, my children are still little and I find a how lot old of is, how, how, how big is little or how little is little? Um, let's say a three-year-old, a six-year-old, a one-year-old, little. Yeah, that's that's kind of little. I think we can all agree. The one, okay. Right. So what's the question? So the question is, um, I mean, the way I've seen mothers davening and the kids crying for them and, and needing them and the mother's too busy because she's davening and she can't help them. I feel like it's wrong, but other people are saying that davening in front of children was what helps them appreciate davening. Okay, so there's no halachic right and wrong. As long as the child is not carrying a soiled diaper, then it's okay. However, you might, you as the parent might feel that the child uh, uh, whimpering or crying or carrying on will hamper your ability to have kavana. So I'm concerned about the parent, the adult, do they feel that they'll be able to maximize their tefillah experience by davening in front of the child who might be crying or whining for the parent, which is normal for the child to do? So that's something for you to take into account. It's similar in a way if you're on a plane, should you daven standing up, sitting down? It really depends on how you can maximize your kavana. If you can maximize your kavana sitting down on the plane, by all means, that's what you're supposed to do. So if you can maximize your kabbana davening with their no kids, and by all means, if you can maximize your kabbana with kids, then, then fine. Okay, and what if when your kids are little, so the only time you really could daven is really when they're around, because okay, they're up Okay, 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 okay. That's an excellent question. So halachically, the woman is required to make a bakasha, shvach, and hoido'o. The bakasha is... God help me, I'm ripping my hair out. That's the bakasha. God is listening. He knows what it feels to rip your hair out. Next, shvach is, okay, or haidah is, oh, thank you, my hair is still in place. The kids are fine today. And and the haidah uh, is, okay, see you tomorrow. Thank you very much. Okay, so that's fine. You're now yaitse. You're good to go. You want to daven more? Go right ahead but you have satisfied your obligation with those three aspects of tefillah. Okay. Have I answered your question? Yeah, that answers my question. Can I just ask one more quick one? Yes, I mean, I, as far as I'm concerned, I'm here a whole night. I ain't going anywhere. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, thank you. Um, I, a lot of times, okay, and I, again, I don't feel like this had anything to do with, with the way I grew up, but I, I don't have a strong connection to tefillah. It, it doesn't come easy to me, and most of the time my mind wanders, and I find that it's, it's worse than not dominating. Like my mind will wander to places I don't want it to wander to. Okay, what's the question? The question, well, my, my question is how how can I appreciate Fila more? I mean, I just wanna, I wanna interject there. Just wanna, she's asking this question. It's a very, I must've got about 20 emails, similar question. Basically, you daven, I lose my track, I lose trend of thought. I'm thinking about my bills, I'm thinking about my kids, I'm thinking about this. How do I, uh, general tips, how do I stay focused when I'm daven? How do I stay with the right kavanas and the right mindset? Okay. So first of all, it, it, I want everyone to know that we're all in the same boat and I am in the front of the boat because I've got the biggest issue. Okay. That's number one. Number two, Nefesh HaChayim discusses what kind of kavana. The simple kavana we are required to have is in Shmona Esrei. Two kabonas. First, I want to identify what the kabana is, and then we'll be able to know what kind of kabana we need to have. 
Ishman Esrei, that you're standing in front of the Melech, the Arshashulchan, you did the Lashon. You are talking to Hashem, Ponim El Ponim Kaviyachal, as it were, face to face. The Mishabura says the same thing. It's discussed and praying with fire too, talking to the king, Ishman Esrei. That's number two. Number three, in addition to the Shmona Esrei, that we're supposed to feel or think that we're talking to God directly, we're supposed to have the understanding, the Pirish Hamilim, which is the translation of the words. That is required in the whole of Shmona Esrei, Luchat Chila. That's very difficult to do. So I have it again. I hate to make reference to Praying with Fire, but they tell me it's a pretty good book. It's got a lot of stuff. So in chapter three, it's got about Kabona. And in a footnote, there are seven things you can do if you don't have Kabona for the translation of the words and Berchus Abais. The first Berchus Abais is the key. That is the Bidiyavid was supposed to have Kabona of the Pirish Amilim in that. Now, having said that, we should try whether we say a lot or a little. The goal is try to have as much kabana as you can. There is a chapter again in that book called Praying with Fire, chapter six, 13 practical strategies to how to have kabana. And I've been told by a lot of people, Baruch Hashem, that it actually works, the strategies, okay? But again, I mentioned before, take one step at a time. Sulam Vlada Mutsab Ortsa. It's on the ground. You want to reach the heavens? You want to reach God? You want to be connected? One wrong, one word at a time. Pick a word that speaks to you. So, for example, Baruch Hashem is the brecha, the wellspring. We're not giving Hashem a bracha according to many we him. Hashem is the wellspring, the source of all the blessings. I told you, you, yeah, we're talking to God directly. If you can connect with that, that will start you on the road to having Kavona. Because stop, pause, internalize that you're actually speaking. Now, how can that be? Remember, we are all, each and every one of us, we are at Salam Elohim. Our right to speak to God is because we are of from Him. Salam Elohim. So therefore, we have Anashama. Anashama is our soul, which is a Dabaruchni, which connects to the Abishta. In fact, when God gave us the ability to speak via Adam Arishain, that was the Kayach of the Nashama, Baruch Mamale, says Targum. So let me put this all together. Each and every one of us has the right the ability, the wherewithal to connect, to speak directly with God. Baruch Atos, stop. Baruch Atos, stop. One more time. Three times to the Chazaka. Baruch Atos, we're speaking directly to Hashem. Stop, internalize, feel it, take it with you, and then try to connect one word at a time, whichever word speaks to you. Do that several times. When you've mastered that, go to the next word. And I'll bet you we'll speak next year. And you know how many people will get on the phone or on and say, you know something, wow, what an unbelievable experience. I did it one word at a time and now I can do the whole thing. Hey, Rabbi Kleiman, you ready for more? Whatever you want, whatever you want.
We're just getting warmed up. Hey, listen, the night's, again, it's a winter night. It's long. Okay, go ahead. About 10 o'clock, winter, summer. I, was letting... <laughs> I hope you don't mind if I roll up my sleeves. Okay, go okay, ahead. Get comfortable, get comfortable. Okay, let's go. Okay. You're on. Hi. Um, so basically, I love to, like, I like to, like, write letters to Hashem and to, like, in random lame it all the day if I'm having, like, an issue, I'll, like, cry to Hashem. But I just find myself, like, keep avoiding davening. And, like, it, like I just don't do the actual regular davening. And then, like, sometimes people would say, oh, just do a small part or just do mincha or whatever. And I just feel really stupid because I know that I'm not supposed to just be doing mincha. I know that I'm supposed to be doing the whole thing. But, like, I'll just... For some reason, like I always just won't dive in. Like I'll be like, oh, now I'm on the train, I can't dive in. Oh, now okay, I'm I, not in a I don't hear a question yet. I hear a statement. Oh, yeah. Give me a question, please. Sorry. So my, I don't even know if there's like a sort of a question, but it's more just like, what do you suggest that I could? I really want to actually dive in, but for some reason I keep on avoiding it. I'm wondering if, or maybe if I should just not feel guilty to just dive in. Okay. Less. You know, you know, you took the words out of. Me. I was going to stop you, but I didn't want to be rude. So let me be rude. Okay. to me that you're feeling guilty. Yeah, that is true for sure. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Okay, so first of all, let me tell you something. Because wait, 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 wait. Let's go slow, okay? First of all, you are not guilty as charged. Don't feel guilty because you ain't guilty. That's number one. You are a Jew who's trying your best to tries to, to try to get to the other side of the line. You know what the Vilna Gaon says? Tefillah, the fact that it's such a powerful, unbelievable mitzvah, has such a tremendous koyach, the Yetzirah works triple overtime. And you know something? He's doing a great job with you. <laughs> but the Yetzirah won't mess with someone that he doesn't know has tremendous potential. Don't you see? You've got so much to offer the Abister. You've got so much to connect with that the Yetzirah says, boy, I'm going to throw at the kitchen sink and the baby and the bathwater. I'm going to make her feel guilty. And I'm going to make her feel she doesn't belong. And I'm going to make her feel, you, Tefillah, are you kidding me? Okay, so <laughs> I just imitated the Yetzirah. I do a good job because he hangs with me all the time. Let me tell you something, okay? And I'm still trying to shake him. So number one, Remember what Rav Tzadok HaKoyin says. Listen to what he says in Sitkas HaTzadik. Kishem, just like a person has to believe in God. Listen to this. Are you sitting? Yeah. You must, afterwards, to believe in yourself. Rav Tzadok HaKoyin. I don't care what the H Sahara tells you. I don't give a Yetzirah. I don't care. The bottom line is, you are at Salam Elohim with tremendous amounts to offer in spirituality. Now, you got to find the key, no doubt. And Be'ezus Hashem, you will. Because you have this desire, the fact that you are asking the question and you took of your valuable time to listen tonight, that in and of itself shows that you are on the way. Now, you know what happens when you plant seeds in the ground when it's dark and damp and wet in the winter? You won't see progress. But you know something? We all know a couple of months down the road, a beautiful spring. 
And that's the way the Geula, at Semach, David, Abdecho, Meher, Satsmiach. The Abishta, at Semach, like the plants in the ground. And it's not just the national unity or the national redemption for Klai Israel. Each individual is the same. Your Geula will come, plant the seeds in the ground, tell the Yetzirah where to go, but plant the seeds in the ground. Now, if you can't connect with Tefillah, don't let the great or the perfect spoil the good. I once heard that. I love it. I love it. Here's what we do. If you cannot connect with the words of the Anshay Knesset Zagdala, who did us a favor. I once was with a local rub over here in Brooklyn. True story. When he was with President, uh, I don't know, I think it was Bush. He called me over after he says, I've been invited with other Rabbotim to go down to Washington and they gave me five minutes to speak to the president. What should I talk to Mary? Israel, local issues, I don't know. I said, you know something? I just had a new appreciation for what the Yanchek Knesset like Doyla did for us. They gave us the winning script, says the Bi'alacha in Simon Kopala. Listen to this. They wrote the words in the Tefillah, Besoidois, Nizgobois, Bi'alamois, mighty, powerful, deep and hidden secrets. They gave us a winning script. It's like giving us the winning lottery numbers for the billion dollar lottery. Would you say, oh, well, you know, I, I want my own numbers. How I, what, what are you kidding me? So if you can't connect with those numbers, I got you, no problem. Do you fine. think you're, is it fine to do your own thing? Like to write letters or whatever, which I'm already do doing. Whatever you want, write letters, speak to God. You know, often I, you know, before I got on tonight, I had this whole conversation with them. And let me tell you something. I don't know. You'll let me know afterwards whether he answered my feelings. But let me tell you something, okay? There's nothing say? more powerful than taking your own individual personal words. I want you for every soul rise with a beautiful muscle. Would you rather get a custom suit? Or would you rather get just one off the rack that fits for everyone? I know with my wife, the muscle is, would you rather get a custom shaitol? Everyone's got their own custom, a custom suit, a custom car, a custom house, a custom custom. I don't even know what the mashalam are anymore. But if it works for you, your own words, do it, say it, use it, feel it. And then will you connect it with one word only? One word. Do you know that the number zero with the worst worthless you put a one before the zero, and now put it as many zeros as you want. The more zeros, the more valuable it is. Put your one word, use it, connect with it, and then take it to the next word, and you'll find it will start to grow. I hope I've been able to give you some information that is beneficial. Thank you, Rabbi Klam. Yes, that was an amazing answer. Let's go to the next question. M, you're on. Hi. Yeah, hi. Okay, so my question is, um, when our tefillas don't get answered, for example, if um, we really dive into someone who was sick and then they passed away, how do we know that Hashem really has our best interest in mind when he says no? Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. So let me tell you something. I got a, a personal pet something. I don't know what it's called. Huh? I never say, oh, I have a whole chapter finding answers to unanswered feelings, chapter seven. Nowhere do I write the answer is no. You know why? 
because the answer being no gives the misimpression that God didn't accept or listen to your tefillahs. And that's the furthest thing from the truth. Karayv Hashem l'chol karayv, l'chol, everyone. L'chol Hashem As long as you are davening, b'emes pibalivay shavit. Your heart and your mind are shavit. The same, walking down the same path. You know what you say, you think what you say, and you say what you think. So if you're davening, let me ask you something. Could you imagine the Chafetz Chaim is in the room and you ask the Chafetz Chaim for a bracha and you say Chafetz Chaim, but yes? Do you promise? The Chafetz Chaim says yes. Would you believe it? Yes or no? Yeah. Okay. What if I said to you, uh, the Vilna Gain is here. Well, say hello to the Vilna Gain. And the Vilna Gain promised you. Would you believe it? Yeah. Okay. Let's say I told you David Amalek is here. Say hello to David Amalek. And he promised something. Would you believe it? Yeah. And if Moshe Rabbeinu did the same thing, would you believe it? I would. Okay, ready? Psst, psst. I'm going to whisper this one. If God himself promised it, would you believe it? Yeah. So God tells us if we daven, we are heard. If we dub in, now there are some qualifications. We have to make sure pivoli by shovin. We have to believe in our tefillahs. That's a Gemara Shoshana Yud Chesam If we have a question, I'll get into that at that time. We have to make sure, and again, read chapter seven of Praying with Fire, seven different approaches to finding answers to unanswered tefillahs. So if we meet, it's like everything else. You got. Yeah, I just bought a new computer. I'm using my new computer that I bought last week. You know how long it took me to get the Wi-Fi to work? There's Wi-Fi. So after it didn't work because I am computer illiterate, I called up, I called up and I said, hey, I, I thought I need Wi-Fi. How come it's not working? He said, did you read the instructions? I, uh, I said, oh, that guy. <laughs> I, I never said hello to him yet. Okay, you gotta read the instructions. Wi-Fi works, but you got to read the instructions. You sit in the car, you put the key in, but you don't take the shift into drive. It ain't going to go anywhere. You got to read the instruction, read the manual. So it's the same thing with tefillah. Now, there are other approaches, but one thing you can rest assured, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who loves us, who created us, okay? Let me give you a half a minute of a beautiful vart. We say Baruch HaTor. You know, a bracha is written, says the Rajba, in a Lashon of Nochach. Baruch HaTor. We speak directly to God. And the rest of the bracha is Nistar. Bari Priyagopan. We don't say Barosa, you created Gopan. So you know what the Rajba says? The Rajba says the following. Nigla Mitzad Maisov. God answers us based on his actions, based on the way the world runs. We can't see God. He doesn't speak to us. But you have to have a kid out of town, married or otherwise, and they really don't want to speak to the parent. I've had this experience. You know what they want? They want the credit card. Just give me the credit card. They want action. God responds to us in action. So to answer your question, there are times where it appears our feelings are not answered at the time. And there are reasons, valid reasons. Okay. 
The valid reasons are myriad. I can't list them. I can't go into it because it's too lengthy. Read Praying with Fire, Chapter 7. If you still have questions, I'll be very happy to address them at that time. I hope I've given you some food for thought. How does yes, a person sir. know? How does a person know if he's doing all of that, the whole list of things? Okay, so... It, it, people can be a little bit lost. You know, I daven, I'm davening, but now you're telling me, oh, I need to have one, two, three, four, five... Uh, okay, okay, okay. So there is a manual. It's called Shulchan Aruch, and it's called Svarim. You want me to list a couple of them quickly now? Um, will that help? Because even after you list know. them, there's more. I, I don't know. Maybe if I list some of them, some of the people will say, oh, I need to check that off of my to-do list. It's up to you. I've been invited to your home. So you tell me when and what the next meal is. Now, I wouldn't mind if you list some, but I'm just trying to say, what should a person think? If now that you're telling me, yes, Hashem listens to all the feelings, but only if... No, not but, only if. And, you know that, we never say but. It's and, we have to be able to satisfy like anything else that has tremendous power. We have to be able to do it in the right way. That's all I'm saying. And the question is, what is the right way? So there is a minimum and there is a maximum, like everything else in life. You want max power or you're happy with some power, like everything else. And therefore... We need to do the minimum. We need to make sure our mouths are clean as much as we can, because the same tool, our mouths, okay, that's one of the strategies. Now, again, one thing I want to mention for everyone, and I'm speaking to myself especially. Says the Chazanish, Noyach was a tzaddik, Tamim Hoya, B'day Reishav. Let me repeat, B'day Reishav. Says the Chazanish, the Abishtah looks at the individual according to the generation. And if you go back to what I said from my Rebbe, Rashmul Bruni, everybody here tonight, we are from the one percenters. From the billions of people on the planet, how many are literally trying to grow in their connection with the Abishtah? So there's no doubt you are all special, unique from the one percenters. And there are other things we can do as well. Kavana. Another one is we need to believe in the Kayach of prayer. Can I give you a quickie on that? You got 30 seconds? Here we go. Ready? God says to Klai Yisrael, They're in the Midbar, in the desert. And I'm going to give you Eretz Yisrael. And the Pasuk said, Frek the Benish Chai. Huh? Huh? Lipnechem? They ain't near the neighborhood. What in the world are you saying? Lipnechem means before, it's not before you're in the desert. Guys are in the desert. You got to be there for 40 years. You ain't coming to Israel real quick. What in the world are you doing? How can the Pusik say, Nosati Lechem Lipnechem? Listen to this, says the Benishkai. God promised Klal Yisrael, I'm going to give you Eretz Yisrael. No if and buts or Arabs. And therefore, if a person believes when they were in the midbar, because God made a promise, I'm going to give you to Israel, it's possible to say, to call it Lipnechem. It's as if it's in front of you. And all you got to do is walk in. It's the same thing with regard to tefillah. 
if we have the amuna that the Abishta has the ability to answer our tefillahs, then that is half the battle. We must believe in the power of prayer in order for us to be able to utilize the power of prayer. Does that make sense? Yes. So part of the battle is not, well, you know, I, I may as well. I mean, let's see, I did all the other things. Uh, I, I went to my tarot card. I, I did the crystal ball. I, I didn't cross that uh, that uh, car because the license plates got odd numbers and I don't want to be odd. You know, all the other, uh, you know, weird things. But we actually check this box off. If we believe in the Kaya then that is half the battle to be able to utilize and to gain the power and to maximize the power of our prayer. And what's about said Lashon Hara? Uh, okay, so we're trying. We're trying, aren't we? If a person sincerely is trying, again, there's maximize and there's minimum. Yeah, I mean, you want to, you know what I'm saying? Would you rather win the $1 billion lottery prize or the prize, which is $48.19? I mean, it's nice, okay, $48.19, but it ain't a billion bucks. You know what I'm saying? So you will try and do more things to get the billion bucks. Now, having said that, this gets into the amunechushis, because if we would feel in our souls, our connection, our chushis, our emotions, our sensory amuna channels, that tefillah is the tremendous power that I've mentioned already, then guess what? Just like we would do anything to find out the winning numbers for that $1 billion lottery before they drew the numbers. We would do anything to maximize the Kayachat Just tell me what I need to do. What book should I read? We already know. What else should I, who should I speak with? What should I do? But the difference is we're like Noyachat Sadik. And again, it's not my words, it's Rashi with the help of the stipler in Bechas Parrots and Pashat Noya. It's an Amunasichlius. Oh, yeah, sure. Well, let's see. I read that and I read that and I heard that and I understand that. But do we feel it in our Kishkas? Is it chushis? Uh-uh. The most qualitative level of emunah is So we need to go on the road. Listen, that's why we've got all the years on the planet to be able to grow. And God knows if the person is trying. And guess what? Rahman Ali, boy. You want to hear another good one? 20 seconds. Ready? Ready? On your mark, go. Here we go. It'll take 14 seconds. I can waste six seconds. But here we go. The Abisha tells Moshe Rabbeinu. No, yeah, who did he tell? Go out and count the stars. <laughs> okay? Yeah, you're right. Oh, was that wrong? Okay, and Lamaisa, go count the stars. It was all the other. Go count the stars. Let me ask you something. Is it possible to count the stars? Uh-uh. Said, I believe it's Rav Tzaddik. If God tells you, and you have this desire to do it, it's as if you've done it. And let me get a little bit deeper because that's part of the title of tonight's program. We don't accomplish anything in life. All we do is our little hishtadlis because Adam Arishain was cursed. I'm sorry for the news. And you know, when we succeed, says the Chayva Sababas and Shabbi talking, I got to give it the Maramakai because I got too many people that know more than I do and they're going to check it out. Even when it comes to mitzvahs, 
we don't accomplish the result. The Abisha gives Kusum to those that want it. Obviously, Coach Menachem and Rabusha, you guys want it. And you are on the Magalgalon's Chus list. I'm, I must tell you that. Um, with everybody else listening tonight, because the fact that they want it too, that means they had the ability to connect. And therefore, that's why all the Abishta wants is Rahman Aliba Baya. Where is your heart? Where is our heart? Will we accomplish it? Will we be able to eradicate Lush and Hari? Yes, no, maybe. I have no idea. Now, I always give that answer to my kids. They ask me though, I say, I, I don't know. Yes, no, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. So therefore, as long as we want to, that is half the battle. Because that is what we can only do. We make the Yishtadlus, the Bechira, the Kabona, and the Yishtadlus. You want to hear another one? Ten seconds. Ready? Only if it's your home. Oh, That's seconds for Rabbi Kleiman. Rabbi Kleiman, we have five live, and we have tons more questions. Can five, I just six. ask? Can I just what? ask one thing? Sure. Okay, hit it. Go ahead. Yeah. Um. Um. The rabbi said that. Um. Hashem said that he answers it. Feels. I'm just curious where it says it. Well, first of all, we have many places in the Torah. Yitzchak he davened vayata Yitzchak, and God answered the tefillah. And Avram Davin, oh, and what about Yaakov? Didn't, aren't they the ones who were massacring the Tfilos? And remember Moshe with Amalek and he lifted his hand and Rashi and the Gemara says it meant he was, and God answered and called man, his hands were lifted. You want me to go through Nach? Oh, remember Chana? Remember. Oh, what about Yoshua? Uh, you remember what you read? Yeah, yeah, we keep, we keep on going. There are so many different stories and situations that the Abish, they answered the Tfilos. And you know what David HaMelech wrote in Tehillah? Most of Tehillah was written by David HaMelech and he wrote it in Nebuah. David HaMelech didn't wake up one morning and said, hmm, let me, let me try this sentence. He wrote it in Nebuah. You know what he wrote? Karav Hashem l'chol karav l'chol He's going to do the desire of the array of he's going to do. They're crying. He'll hear it and he'll help them. You want more places? Can, can I stop now? Have I answered your question? Yes. Let's let's go to the next question, Rabbi, Rabbi Klein. Go okay? ahead. Okay. Um, I have a bunch of questions here. A lot of five people are waiting pending, but I want to ask, there's a few very good questions that came in. I want to ask this. If davening is such a personal connection to Hashem, it's a person to Hashem on a personal okay. level, why are the tefillahs pre-written for us, A, and why do we need the same repetitive three tefillahs every day? Okay. Great question. Great question. Great question. Great question. Oh, I, I don't mean to be repetitive. I think your Wi-Fi is broken. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Okay. So one second, but I'll fix it after the, uh, after the share. So, but once I, here's the deal. Remember, put yourself, I want you to close your eyes. You're in Gullis. Oh, you know what? Open your eyes. You're in Gullis. But this is before the Anche Knesset Agdola wrote the Tefillah and Klayisro was forgetting how to daven. They were getting into Gullis. And so, you know what? The Anche, the men of the great assembly, 120 elders, and many of them had Nabua. You know what they did? 
they sat down and they said, we need to help Kalal Yisrael. We need to give them the message that works, the words that work. We need to empower them. So they gave us the script. You know how difficult it is to come online and to be able to speak? I mean, you got to know that hopefully what you're saying makes sense and will connect. Can you imagine you got a script that works? And by the way, Lahavdal, 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 great athletes, great performers, they practice makes perfect. Now let me go a step further. The fact that it is so difficult to connect with the Abishta because this is a world, Olam, Ne'olam, where God is hidden. The only way to be able to connect is to do it over and over and over to counteract, to offset the fact that we are so focused on cause and effect which is we are the one that accomplish whatever we do in life. So at every moment, by the way, that's the reason says the Ramam why we make brachas and we're supposed to make a hundred brachas a day. You know why? Everything we need to identify with God because there are so much that takes us away from that. It's a pull, a tug of war, a pull and a push, a pull and a push. Every opportunity we can over and over and over. I thought about that the other day, by the way. That's why it's a great question, because I thought, no, it's a great question. Because like every opportunity, oh, I'm here to dive it again. It's Mincha. Now it's my, I'm not going to make a bracha. not going to say, like, come on. No. Everything in the world, our whole existence is a spiritual existence. Hey, you're at Salam Aleichem. Everyone's at Salam Aleichem. We need to connect with our spirituality. And therefore, that's why the repetition over and over and over and over to enable us to utilize the Tzalam Aleichem, which is made for spirituality, to connect with its source, which is to connect with God. Have I answered the question? Very clear. Thank you. But we don't feel it. We don't feel it. What should we do? You don't feel it. Okay. You really want, let me give, nope. It's an excellent question. By the way, tonight's share and Torah anytime with that. I, I have a yesoid, and it's worthwhile. To, you tell me if you have the time, only if you want me to. Here we go. Ready? Ready. Listen to this. Okay. Mizma Ledovid, Bivarchai Bivneyav, Shalom Benoish. It'll take me three and a half minutes. Ready? Here we go. Dovra Melech was being chased by his son, Absalom. Absalom is trying to kill the old man. David Melech is running away, when he runs away from And you know what David Melech says? A mizma, he makes up a song. It's the Hillam, one of the Kapitlachantilim, one of the, the, the chapters. Fractigamar Brachas, Dababa Mabez. Mizma, Kinala David Mavayale. David, what are you doing? Have you lost your marbles? What's going on here? You're singing a song. Your son is trying to kill you. Hello. Amphidigamara. David Melech says that God told David Melech there's going to be a raw evil coming out of your home. He thought it's going to be an Ebed or a Mamzer, a servant or a Mamzer. But say he was very sad. Ah, once he saw it was he saw it was his son Absalom. He was Sameach, and that's why he wrote a Mizma. Frecked me. What? What's worse, premeditated murder or murder because the guy's a bum? The evidence of the mobs are the guy's a bum. He happens to kill because that's what bums do. 
But Absalom is his own flesh and blood, and he's running to kill him. That's premeditated. That's worse. As they say in French, das is noch erger. So what's going on? What does the Gemara mean? Said Rabbi Yonish and Eibshit. Okay, Coach Menachem, you want to know how to connect? Listen to this. Myridic, beautiful. Ah. When a person has a tzorah, there are two possibilities. It's the natural. Oh, I didn't make enough money. You know what? It's my job. I didn't get education. I don't have skills. That's just the way it works in life. My daughter didn't get the shidduch. Oh, because you know what? I need to connect with, but I need to redo the resume, cause and effect. My daughter didn't get into the seminary. It's not the same daughter. It's a different daughter. Oh, you know something? Oh, oh her grades. I knew she should have done better on that test in the 12th grade. Your kid didn't get into elementary school. Somebody fell down and hurt. Oh, it was so slippery with the black ice on the ground. When that happens, we chalk it up to cause and effect. But what happens when something unusual happens? Something unusual happens. You know what we say? This is not cause and then effect. Our brain cannot make the connection because this ain't cause and effect. This is so unbelievably ridiculous. It's so out of left field. It's out of the box. What in the world is going on? It's got to be Yad Hashem. Zuck, Rabbi Yonison. I've said it's Meredith. When David Amelok thought it would be an Ebed or a mom, that he said, oh, I won't see Yad Hashem. I won't do Tshuva. I won't be better. I won't daven. Once he saw that it was his son, it was so out of left field. He was so much, this must be Yad Hashem. I I'm living with God. He's holding my hand. God is with me. I can't believe it. No, Usha, you said, no, Coach Menachem, I'm sorry. You said, I have to say the same arm right to bring the gula. You said that what would a person feel if he's with God? Can you imagine he's with me? He's there. Can you imagine you ask your father who's been supporting you your whole life? Dad, I need a quarter. Of course. What's the big deal? God gave you life. You, you want so you want to share the, it's not a big deal. He'll give it to you. He'll give it to you. Don't worry, he can do it. And therefore, that's why Dabara Melech was so Samayah. You want to hear a true story? This happened two days ago. Somebody calls me up from Lakewood, a young mother. My Shahoya last week. You see that's got a protest that you scheduled me for tonight. Myridic, you guys are unbelievable. She calls me up and she's frantic on the phone. My baby stopped breathing. My Shahoya. I just called Hatsala. The baby was blue. Why'd you call you? She should call 911. Well, after she did. After she called me afterwards. She told me what happened. She's frantic. And she said Hatsala told her that had she gone into the room a minute later, she may have lost the child. My Shahoya, no exaggeration. I said, Where were you at the time? She said, I was in the bathroom putting on my makeup. What compelled you to run in the room? She said, uh, I don't know. I just felt this urge. So you know what I said? By the way, it was one of my kids with one of my grandkids. You know what I said? This is Yad Hashem. He wants you to do something. Quick, check the Mazudas. So now let me give you the updated report. Hot off the press 48 hours ago. Most of the Mazudas were possible. Wait. You know where the soul was? on the neck of the Lamed. Now, I'm not suggesting a connection here. I'm just giving you information. And then my daughter says, ah, and the other one who's two years old, he's been having difficulty swallowing the last couple of weeks. I said, one second, 
Mizma Ladovid Bavarchov of Nayaf Shalom Benoi, the Abish that gave you what Sarah to be able to get you to do something, to grow in spirituality, to be Mesakin, to Davin, to accept something. Rav Sadak Hakoyan says the whole reason for Pakat is that a person should Davin to the Abish that's why some people, she do, and we don't know the reasons why, but all we know is one thing. The Abishnah wants us to grow in spirituality. Said Rab Desler, the others from the Sakan Tfila, and they had difficulty having children, but they were the ones they knew Tfila. Said the Mikhtamiliyal, the little extra additional amount, you can fetch ice. Ah, it's gold. It's gold. Think about the last winning number in the billion dollar lottery. It's one little number. But it's the whole billion dollars. One little extra ounce of kavana. It's the whole billion dollars. It's the shidduch. It's the child. It's the panosa. It's the education. It's the shalom. It's the mazinus. It's the rafu. It's the everything. Next question, please. <laughs> okay. I'm you. Um, when you talk about the power of tefillah, are you talking about um, the formal tefillah or the personal tefillah? Okay, ready? Two types of tefillah. First of all, a pleasure to meet you. Okay, Hatzlacha to you and to everyone else. Thank you for your amazing presentation. Two types of tefillah. I'm sorry, Thank you. what? Thank you for your amazing presentation. If you wouldn't be listening, I would be talking to myself and I bored myself a long time ago, okay? Says Uncleus in Bayechi, according to the Meshachachma, Yaakov Avinu tells Yehuda, no, was it Yehuda? I get all my names mixed up, okay? Bacharbi, you defeated Shechem. No, Ruben and Shem, what am I talking about? No, it was Yehuda. Bacharbi, you Bakashti with the sword and the arrow. Ready? Okay, can you see me? Ready? Here's my arrow. That is your personal prayer. In order for that to have the power, it must. Have kabana, you gotta aim, kabana, machabing, straight. It's the power of your kabana because it's your words. Salam alakim, true. I'm not making light. You are an unbelievable salam alakim. It's written all over your face, but it's not the words of the Yancha Knesset Agdala that they wrote with Nabua. However, Kharbi sword, you don't have to aim the sword. The sword does damage because the sharp edge. Therefore, the words of the Yatcha Knesset like Doyle, even if we don't have the ultimate Kavana, boy, it packs a wallop. You want to hear a good story? Yeah. Okay, again, Coach Menachem and Usha, I'm coming into your home. You got time? 30 seconds? 30 seconds. Let's go. But let's go. We have a lot of other okay, questions. Here we go. Here we go. Ready? I'll try to say two words at a time. Here we go. Ready? The story goes back to 1944. My mother, Allah Shalom. Okay. She was hiding in Hungary. And she went to the town square and her old Gentile neighbor tells her, I'll hold you, I'll hide you. She was in the dilapidated hotel with 500 other Jews squashed in. They, they can hold 150. And she said, oh no, I've been safe and sound for a week. She said, listen, I'm coming back five o'clock to the town square. She goes back to the hotel quarter to five to the five o'clock curfew. Takes her sister, my aunt, by the wrist, pulls her out and said, we're going. My aunt says, why? We've been safe and sound. My mother says, I don't know. I have this pocket. I must, we must go. They go to the town square. The lady is there. She hides her in the attic. Next morning, the lady goes shopping, comes back 12 o'clock. 
start screaming for my mother to go down. True story. My mother told me before she died at least 10 times in the couple of months before she died. At Baruch Hashem, she lived into her 90s. Okay. The lady throws the newspaper and on the front picture of the newspaper is a picture of the burning building with all the Jews no longer alive. And I said to my mother, Ma, how did you know to go? I'll never forget it. And if I get emotional, because it always happens. She told me, Shefala, whenever I had a dilemma, I would look up the Shemaim and I would say, by Shephazisa, sweet creator, help me. You know what the power of those words? Creator, sweet creator, help me. Personal words, personal prayers. And by the way, it is in her schus that all this is now taking place tonight, okay? Because she understood the koya the power of prayer. So speak to the Abishtah, he wants to hear you. And I know because his actions, you can see him. He puts you on earth because he loves you and he knows the potential that you have. So talk to him, get close to him. As our Simpson Double Pincus once told someone that wrote a letter to him, he said, quote, unquote, grab him, never let go. Have I answered your question? Next Number, question. Next one. Okay, Chaya. Hello. Yes. Hi. Hi. So first of all, thank you so much for this series. I look forward to the Sunday night classes. And um, Rabbi Kleiman, I listened to you earlier on Torah anytime I really enjoyed. And it was en I enjoyed hearing that story again. Um, thank so you. Um, I have a friend, and it really is my friend. I'm not talking about myself, Baruch Hashem. It is not my struggle. Um, but she she keeps on sharing with me that for some reason, she cannot get herself to Davin in the morning. And she's been traveling quite a few times to Israel. So she's in Bidud. And every time she's in Bidud, she Davins. And then Bidud is quarantine. And then after... The two weeks are over, then she goes back to regular and she, she's trying to figure out like, what is it that holds her back? And why is it she can't get herself to Davin? And she feels like it's a never ending cause. And every time she tries, it just doesn't work. So you know what's going on with her? She has the classic case. You know what it's called? It's called normal person. She's a normal person. We're trying to go. It's that old Yates of her, you know, he gets around town. You know, there are more people that have caught him than have caught some other stuff going around town. You know what I'm saying? And this Yetzirah dude, I'm really, I mean, I mean, that's what everyone's been telling me. So guess what? All you need to do is take it one step at a time. Pick one word. If, listen, if she had not been kinder, if she had not internalized the one word that speaks to her, don't go to another word. Say the other words. Say the words that the Anshe Knesset have power in and of itself. You know how powerful it is? And if you don't win the will of the billion dollar lottery, let's say you got one of the prizes, $10,000. So she won't maximize, he won't maximize with tremendous kabod of the Nebuchadnezzar. You know what I mean? Okay, you'll say the words and you'll connect with the one of few words that connects with you. And eventually, I'm telling you, if you dive the person Dobbins to be able to connect, that person, Davis, that will help. So, so you're, but what should she, practically speaking, what should she start with? 
whatever whatever works, whatever speaks to her. That's like asking you, what what do you want for dinner tonight? I don't know. Whatever, whatever you like. I, 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 I eat something and I like what I like. You like what you like. Whichever word speaks to you. Remember, it's got to be hushim. It's got to connect. You got to internalize. The difference between Yadia, Seichel, and Lev is the same distance between no Yadia and Yadia. It all comes down to Lev. It all comes down to Lev. You know what Rechaim Shmulevit says? Ush, I sent this to you. Sichus Musa. He says, wait, I got a better one. Ush, I didn't send you that. Hey, listen to this one. You want to hear a good one? Ready? Here we go. You want to hear this? Zuck Rabbi Rucham Lubavitz. People think that they're a Maimon. If I can find it somewhere on my desk, I find it and I read it to you. People think that they're a Maimon and they believe and they say the Ani Maimons. He said, but they say it with their Seichel. He said, guess what? Enoi Klum, please, please don't get depressed. He means they haven't reached the qualitative wild level of Amune. It's Amune Hushis. Remember, Noach was a tzaddik, great man, but he was a maimon and ain't a maimon. Mm, he hemmed and he hoard. He hoard and he hemmed. I'm not sure who said hem goes before hoard. I never understood that. Maybe it's hoard before hem. Okay, maybe that should be a program on sayings. But in any event, one second. So Noach was a maimon and ain't a maimon. He did not have a munachusha, says the stifle and Birch's parents. Yeah, he was a tzaddik. So the goal is to get a munachusha. Feel it, feel it, internalize it. Make it a part of you. Have I have I helped on that one at all? Yes. Rabbi Kleiman, you ready for a very, very powerful question? Hey, listen, I'm ready. Okay, I've, been, I've been saving my strength until now. Head it, go ahead. Now that you're all warmed up, I'm married for, okay, the question is from a married woman. I'm married for almost 20 years and I haven't been zeichet to have children as of yet. Okay. I feel exhausted from all the tehillim I've said and for everything I've done. Is there a time to accept what Hashem is not giving me and just accept and stop davening for something that seems impossible at this point? Okay, so first of all, number one, I must tell you, I'm sorry for your pain. It's very difficult. I've been involved with certain people that have had difficulty with children, okay? And I have been involved in just let's sounding. Rabbi Kleiman, let's, let's globalize it. Somebody's diving for something for many years. Yes, okay, no okay. Harnasa, somebody's sick. Yes, yeah, absolutely. So first of all, when you mentioned 20 years and no children, the name Chana came to mind. Chana Davin for 19 years. And you know what he got? You know what she got? She got someone special. She got a Navi. His name was Shmuel. And all those feelers, she won the billion dollar. And by the way, you know how you get up to a billion dollars? Because every week, nobody wins. And finally, that's how you it amasses to a billion dollars. You want to buy that big, beautiful house down the road? Look out your window. Everyone, look out your window. You see that? I know it's dark. I understand. But this is only a muscle, okay? But you know that house? You know how much it costs? And you've been working and working and working. You go to the guy and you say, so I've got a whole bunch of money. Here's my wheelbarrow. And he said, I'm sorry, you're half a million dollars short. And you say, what? You know how long I've been working? And the person said, but you know what kind of house I have? You want the ultimate, don't you? It's going to take a little bit longer. 
It's going to, yeah, that's right. I know it's disappointing, but you want something really big, really something magnanimous. It's going to, it's, I'm sorry. Hannah Dobbin for 19 years after year number, I forget what it was. Her husband said, hey, what about me? Says the album. When Hannah finally realized, she internalized, she felt it in her guts. Ain't no one going to help her, only the Abishter. Says the Malbum, that's when she was answered with this nobby, this prize, this gem, this nobby. You want something unbelievable? Now, what about everybody else? They're unbelievable. That's the Abishter's treasure. You know, by the way, the Abishter's, yeah, he knows the past and he knows the future. We don't. I'll go a step further. Anything that's happening to us is not because of us. It's because of our neshama. I hate to break it to everyone. Because the whole reason we're down is for our neshama. And our neshama has a whole bunch of different guidelines and set of rules than we as like, you know, boss of Adam have. And we don't always see the truth. But I can I tell you a beautiful part? Yes, 30 seconds. Here we go. Ready? Voracious Bara Elohim. You got to hear this one. This is the beauty. Voracious Bara Elohim. That's a Shemayim Besa artist. Now, Bara Elohim and Ace. The last letter of each of these three words spells MS. Right? Allah Bara. The man from Elohim, Mem, and the top from Ace, MS. Frank the Chavitz Chaim. You want to have a simon for MS, which is the Chosem, the seal of God. God is all truth and good and justice. Why pick the end of the word to spell the word MS? Says the Chavitz Chaim, Meiridik. We don't always see the Emmas until the end. Wow. You think Emmas means what's in front of our noses? No. Emmas is at the end. You ain't going to know what the Emmas is until the end. But I'm leaving it up to the Abishta who loves us, who created us. He thought so highly of you and me that he created us. So you know what he has in store for us? Unbelievable. But the MS comes about, the MS comes about later. I go back to my child whose child was choking. At the time it was terrifying. It was terrible. It was nerve wracking. It was nail biting, hair pulling, and everything else you can think of and say. But at the end, boy, I was with her on Shabbos and she is tickled pink. She says, Abba, wow, like the Amish, the wow, like how did he pull this one off? Oh my gosh. Like he got me to be massacring something I would have never thought of doing. That's a microcosm of our lives. And I know, don't think it's easy for me to say, yeah, sure, yeah, sure, you know. Wait, wait. We all got our deals going on in town. But at the end of the day, this is the way it works for each and every one of us. We are all Tzalem Elohim. We all can connect. God wants us to connect. 
if things are going fine, we won't connect and we don't connect. By the way, you know why the month fell every single day in the Midbar? Because Klaiso would have never connected every single day. They would have had what they needed for 40 years. Next question. Hey. Hi, thank you. Okay. Thank you so much, first of all. I, you touched on this, but I didn't get 100% clarity. So I just want to ask, um, Coach Menachem actually brought it up. So we're taught that our, our tefillos are sometimes blocked because of our Lashon Hara. So I just wanted you, if you don't mind, to clarify, how do we reconcile that? Like, well, we all speak Lashon Hara. We don't do it. Uh, so what I suggested was, God knows what a person wants to do. What he knows, Noach what a tzaddik, but Dairaisab in his generation says the Chazanish, God knows the generation we're living in. Hey, look outside the window. You know why it's dark? Not because it's night. It's a dark generation. You know what's going on out there. Yeah, it also happens to be night. So, and we are trying to be better. You know how unbelievable we are? We are from the one percenters. So therefore, God knows where our heart is. Rahman Aliba Boya. Try, do the best you can, and the Abishan knows, and Be'ezus Hashem, you'll have Siyata Deshmaya. Okay, could I ask you one more question? Actually, ask me whatever you want. I ain't going okay. anywhere. Okay, so um, I have a child who is uh, three months shy from his bar mitzvah. Mazel tov. He should grow you. up to become an Adam Gadol. When he'll be 13, he'll be a Gadol. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Amen. Um, Tefillah is a huge challenge for him and he's not my first child and he's not my first son and I've never had a son like this. And okay. I, I try to... Wait, wait, wait. wait. I, I have to interject. Son like this, more challenges or less challenges? I'm just no, trying to gain perspective. Way more. <laughs> way okay, more. I always say Hashem has a sense of humor. Baruch Hashem. You know, you think you got it, but by not, you know... Yeah, if you, know, if you notice, you got to have a sense of humor. Otherwise, you know what I'm saying? Right. Okay. Right. So, so we never rest on our laurels, of course. Baruch Hashem, and I thank Hashem every day, and I daven for Siyata Dishmai, of course. Okay. But I just don't know what the balance is. In other words, like, when my kids were younger, I definitely, like, like what I was told was, you know, you definitely don't um, get pushy about tefillah, and, and you, you model if you can. And, and, and I used to do things like, oh, say three things, you know, if they were little. Like, I never wanted to make it into a power struggle. But he's okay, so can, can I can I interject for a moment? I do not yet hear a question. Please, so can I hear you? So I can help you. What's the question? Yeah, sure. No, so what I'm saying is for the younger kids, I don't make it a power struggle. But he's almost 13, and we're kind of past the point where like, oh, Davin three things. Davin what me, you know what I'm saying? I just No, feel what's like the question? Getting to how what do we do? What do we do with a child who's nearing bar mitzvah and it's very hard for him to get up for minion? Okay, ready, job. ready. Clement, I okay. want to interject. I have another question. Maybe also it's very same, almost the same. My child is 11 years old, doesn't want to go to shul with my husband and Shabbos, doesn't daven at all. How could we teach or instill in our children the powerful connect connection with Hashem? Ready, here we go, ready? The first thing you do is you love him to pieces. <laughs> hug him and don't let go. That's number one. Number two, after you that, you hug him again. And number three, uh, may I suggest perhaps think about hugging him. Now, after you've done that, then I would suggest do not push him. Now, having talked about the what's going on, let's get to the meat and potatoes. 
It's one step at a time. Remember Yaakov Avinu. If it worked for Yaakov, it works for your son. I bet you your son's name is Yaakov. Okay, so it worked for your son. If it worked for Yaakov, it will work for your son. He, Be'ez Hashem, he is about to be 13, right? Yeah. So he's got about another 100 and, uh, what was it? I, I, I'm, I'm weak with the math late at night, but he's got over 100 to go. So Be'ez Hashem, he'll get there. That's number one. So for you, Take a deep breath. He'll get there. He'll mature. But speak with him in very practical, with the terms. In other words, he must connect. The way to connect is hushis. I can't emphasize it enough. You've got to talk about no philosophical, deep-seated philosophical dissertations on the elasticity of the kayak of the power of prayer in the context of the exile. Forget about the fancy stuff. Push it. Tell him that you know why he's here. He's going to be by mitzvah because Hashem loves him. And Hashem knows that he's being, he's challenging him. Now, does your son like sports? Loves it. He was diving for Packers to win today. That's why I asked, what kind of a sport does he like? Oh, he loves them all. He was davening. Actually, we we had a little uh, conversation before Mincha today. Yeah. Go. Yeah. And we said Davin, we said Davin for for your team to win. Hit the Packers. He's a Packers fan. So One Davin second. So he was disappointed. His feeler wasn't answered. Yes. Very. Very well. He didn't say he was disappointed that his feeler wasn't answered, but he definitely, definitely was disappointed that they didn't win. But thank God he didn't like get angry at Hashem or angry at his tefillah. Okay, so I mentioned it because Ramosha once came, Ramosha fighting once came to Camp Agoda, and a 10-year-old asked Ramosha that his mother, true story, I heard it from Israel Reisman, his mother's forgot to pack a baseball glove. Can he dive him for a baseball glove? Ramosha said, of course you can. And then Rabbi Reisman, in his own, I think it's called inimitable way, said, and he, he asked Ramosha, he didn't ask, dear ask Ramosha, can he daven that the Mets win? Because that would be called a tefillah shav. But in any event, but well, one second. So one second. So now I'm going to get letters from all those people that are Mets fans, right? So let me just say, I want you to connect with him. Number one, give him an incentive. Let me explain. We have a tefillah program. Wait, uh, he goes, uh, you're calling from, just give me the city. Chicago. Great. So here's what I'm going to do. If you send, what grade is he in? Seven. Good. So you're going to send to uh, uh, to Rabusa or to Coach Menachem your address. I'm offering, and I will send you free of charge. Feel of power. We've done in fourth through eighth grades over 80,000 students, over 75,000 students over the last eight years where we teach them tefillah in color with exciting, and it has prizes, a raffle for prizes. I will offer your son, although the prize raffle has to be with the class, if he, four lessons, and he will mark the card, I will let him choose a prize. <laughs> and I will pay for it because we have a foundation and we send out prizes and the books are free anyways. So for your son, even though he's not his yeshiva, maybe doesn't know. I don't want to know which yeshiva is in now. But Lamaisa, I will send it to you individually, and we will keep track as to his progress. Plus, I will send you something else called Kabona Kuntris, where we've segregated the tefillahs, uh several words at a time. 
to enable children to be able to daven bekabana and mastering just a few words at a time. I want them to use those two. So let me know try. about his progress. And we will, when I say he'll become an Adam, God will, in your side of town, Rabbi Nosson Tzvi Pickle was the center fielder of his baseball team in Chai Town. You know that. I do. Well, I know. He okay. And he was also the head of the debate team. And you yeah. know what he wound up doing for a living? Yeah. That's right. He built Tyra and Eretz Yisrael. Hello. Now, between me and you, he may have been a Cubs fan or a White Sox fan. And that's not Moitzi Laz on someone because I've got in mind another of them that I know the story. I won't say because I'm still already in trouble by even Chastor Shalom suggesting that. But Lamaisa, he was from Chicago and he was a regular Jew who stayed to become an Adam Gadol. So your son, Ba'ezel Shamblineda, will become Mamish and Adam Gadol in three months. Get me your address. I just, I just wanted to know, Simon, we got a lot of emails about the younger children, especially Bachram Davening, and people are texting now. I have the same issue, same issue. It's a very common thing. Okay, so number one, number one, we love him. Number two, we love him. Number three, we love him. Number four, the Wi Fi, the Wi Fi. Number four, okay. Number four, what we do is uh, we take it one step at a time. Number five, we don't push them. Number six, we try to incentivize at the beginning. Number seven, we do it with excitement and positivity. And we try to connect. If he loves sports, we'll do it in the context of sports. Whoever you are, if you want, we'll have a private discussion. I'll make suggestion how we do that. And you will see him grow as he matures. I would also ask you to find out how he's doing in Yeshiva from his Rebbe and other Limudei Kodesh. That is the gist of the amount of the answer that I can't say over the airwaves. You have a program for adults also? What? You have such a program for adults? So adults, I will tell you, one second. Uh, so here's what I'm going to offer. And I'm, I'm dead serious. Although I like to be serious once in a while, I know, but ready? Here we go. Uh, we did this, I went to different cities. We did a program in Baltimore. This goes back about 10 years ago. We had 2,400 people learning, praying with fire a lesson a day, all together on the same day, the same five-minute lesson. We made a seam on a Monday night with Shmuel Kabanetsky and Rabbi Mordechai Willard came down. We had close to 1,000 people. This is part of the history of Baltimore. We did it in St. Louis. We did it in Seattle. We did it in Toronto. We did it in any city that wants to do I used to go down. Now it's difficult to go down, although I was supposed to go down to a city several months ago, but I couldn't because of what's going on. But if you can start a grassroots movement in the different cities to get people to learn praying with fire, I will get a 50 minimal, 50 people minimum. I will get on and give a lecture every two or three weeks. I'll answer any of your questions and you will see. If you wanna know how to win the billion dollar lottery, you should want to know how to win the billion dollar Shidduch children, Panasa Gazunt, Nachas Shalom, Olam Haba, Olam Hazer lottery. Wow. Okay, okay. You, very I'm good. serious. You guys get it going. You have that Koyach, 50 people that are learning it together. They can do it over the phone. They can do it together. By the way, we have Praying with Fire for Teens. We started to do a program in the high school, but 
with COVID, I couldn't go around anymore. You started with teens now. I will do whatever we can. All they got to do, I'll just mention, you can get the book online for a couple of bucks. You can get the pocket size. I'm holding it up. I don't know if you can see it. There's the pocket size. Go back a little bit, Robert Clement. We'll go back a little bit. It costs about $6 odd scroll. Okay. If you want, I have a foundation. We have a deal because I happen to know the author personally. Okay. So nice guy. He's a very nice guy, the author. No, when I said the price that we can get it through the foundation, it's like 0.4 cents a day. And I'm telling you, we will master Tefillah. Okay. I'm open to the challenge. Let's get grassroots. Can you imagine? You got Klal Yisrael, not only a Yoim Iyun and Tefillah, but they heightened, empowered the power of prayer tenfold, fivefold, twofold. Could you imagine how much more we'd be able to accomplish? I always wondered whenever they do a young tefillah, why not first figure out what the manual says, how to read, how to do tefillah, maximize, and then do the young tefillah? No. Beautiful. Isn't two and two still four? I just want to say something, Rabbi Kleiman. A few people are texting about more. They want to know more about your programs and everything I said. We're going to, we're going to give a few minutes just so you can tell about your shiur. And, and all the we'll, we'll do it at the end because we have a bunch. Of, I want to hop around two, three more questions. because okay. getting Menachem. I was thinking, any volunteers, they should let me know. We should start this program. Okay, here's the next question. Somebody with a terminal il il illness, diagnosed oh, yeah. with a terminal illness of Mona Yes. What should, what should be their attitudes Ooh. and approach with tefillah. You asked for it, Rabbi Klam, you got it. When the Sipsei Chaim was terminally ill with his machla, so when Adam Godel came to him, to visit him and told him as follows. That we read ACE is a time, different times in a person's life, right? What's the Lashain ice? I don't remember the Lashain. Ace, Lamulchama, uh, Ace, right? The different time periods. So I just reminded myself, Zod Rav Avigda Miller, the Aviston knows what the person's neshama needs. I'm, I'm getting conflicting feelings because to talk about someone in a situation like that is not easy. I even make it sound like I know what I'm talking about. I feel for what you're going through. The Ebersheh should give you the Koyach to be able to take it one day at a time So the Sipsei Chaim, Rav Chaim Friedlander was told to look out the window and to see the beautiful leaves on the tree. Because 
we are put on this earth to be able to serve and connect with God in every situation that we find ourselves in. Sometimes it's when traffic is light. Sometimes when traffic is difficult. Sometimes when it's more difficult than we can ever imagine. But what we always have is that Salam Kim and the ability even for a fleeting moment to be able to connect with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And again, you take seven zeros and you put a one in front of them and you've just empowered the zeros magnificently. You've given it tremendous value. We can take a moment in our lives when we think, what can I accomplish? What can I do? What can I achieve? Where can I go with this? And why is this happening to me? I want to do so much more. God help me. And if a person takes a moment, he puts a one in front of the zeros that he sees that is before him that he's going through at the time. And for even a fleeting moment, he puts a one. He has now given values to the whole situation that he's in, that he's able to connect with the Abish day, even for that fleeting moment. Just like because where the Balchuva, where he came from and the situation that he is in and the difficulty that he has. The tzaddik, it's true, the tzaddik grew and he also had difficulties. But at the end of the day, at the moment that the Balchuva comes to the recognition of the Bariyayla, at that moment, he has like, this is the one in front of the zero. I'm not suggesting that the person was a dear Shalom. I'm just using it as the muscle notice. It's a muscle we can all connect with because we know the value of zeros and the value of a one before the zeros. I always say, I have so much in common with Jeff Bezos financially. He has zeros and a one and I have zeros and a one. The problem is my zeros are on the wrong side of the one. Is it on the other side? But having said that, we can take a one and empower the zeros, the situation that we're in where we feel, what can I accomplish? What's the purpose of life? Why am I in this situation? And only the Abishta who knows the Emes. It's the end of the words. We see the Emes at the end. Can I tell you a remarkable story? Gesund. Can I tell you, or you got 30 seconds for a remarkable story? 30 seconds, but we have two more live questions I want to get to, then go to closing. It, it, it's your house. I've been invited graciously by you. You let me know what I can eat in your home. Go. Okay, here we go. Ready? Okay. True Maizashahoya. They were Jews and they were in Britain in the beginning of the war, and the British were concerned that they were Germans. And since they were German Jews, that they were spies. So what they did was they put them on this big ship and they only found. Uh, 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 robbers and Ganovim, it's the same deal, right? And, and and crooks and everyone who can captain the ship. And could you imagine they were taunting and they took their luggage and they thought it would be all this wonderful stuff. 
in the luggage and they would keep all the booty for themselves. And when they opened it up and the Jews took whatever they could, their mementos, their nostalgic letters from the mama and the tata and the zayda and the baba and the altar, they threw it overboard. Could you imagine the tsar that the Jews had? Rebina Shalaylam were being thrown away, going, who knows? And there were mines in the, in the ocean and they were headed towards Australia. Who knows if we'll make it alive in the Avison? At least let us have our luggage. And they burst and they arrived safely, taunted and broken, and they they raised themselves up to have successful lives. Fifty years later, fifty years later, they found they found the diary of the captain of the ship. And listen what's written in the diary, Meiradik. The captain writes that there was, there was a submarine and the submarine was about to shoot us and to destroy us because they heard there were Jews on the boat, on the ship. But at the very last moment, the captain's diary read that they sent us a code to tell us that at the very last moment, they did not shoot the torpedo to torpedo our ship because they found floating in the water. You know what the Germans found? They found letters written in German. It was from the luggage and the letters, the nostalgic letters from the mama and the tata and the elta bub and the zeta. And the Germans thought it was from their compatriots from their own German and why, how can we bomb a German ship? And they decided the last minute not to bomb the ship. For 50 years, the Jews were wondering, what did the Abish to do? We're broken, we're shattered, we're lost. And he takes the last vestiges of humanity away from us. Is God cruel? Is he vicious? Is he an egomaniac? No, you know what he is? He's Emmas. But you're not going to find the Emmas until all the way at the end. I can't tell you with Nebuch, with someone who's going through a situation or any situation, what the end will be. But what I can tell you is we say when the gorilla will come, Bushubat Sio and Hoyino Kakalmim said Ramatusho from his Rabbi Rabelo Lapion. It'll be when we go back to Tsion, to Zion, to Yushalaim or Akhadesh, it'll be Hoyino Kakalm, it'll be like a Halaima dream. We'll see why everything happened the way it happened, how it happened, to what happened, and where it happened, and when it happened. It was all tremendous. It was MS, it was Chesed, it was Rachem, it was Mishpot. Who is from the boy Ilam, who knows on the summers in the past and the future. And maybe for this ticket, maybe this is the ticket to Mama's Nitzki. It's an Ilam board, I'm sure it is. But we will recount. Wait, remember that situation I went through and it was terrible? No. When the Gaula will come and will understand, it'll be Hoyinu Kachalm and it'll be a dream. What? It was bad? Nah, nah. No, 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 no. I could have not have thought it was bad. Must have been a bad dream. That's why I thought it was bad. The MS comes at the end. The MS, 
But if we have the Amuna that I mentioned before with the Pasuk, Re'ein Osati Lefneichem, Eso Oretz, Bor Roshu, if we believe in the Kayach it's an Asayan, yes, I understand that, true. And I'm at the beginning of the life trying, lying, trying to deal with it. And I don't succeed more often than I can tell you. And Bo Hashem, the night is already long, so I won't have time to tell you. But Lamaisa, if we have the same belief in the Kayach that is ain anuli shon avinu shabbat You know why the Gemara calls it the mission cycle avinu doesn't say to rely on Hashem because he avinu feel it. Rav Chaim Shulevit used to go to the yard of Shalom. I told you the story of Shalom trying to kill his father. To Davin, his Talmidim says, "Why are you doing here?" He said, "I want to feel the rachamim that Dover Melech had." He went up to the tower, said the Gemara in cycle, and he cried out eight times, "Beni, beni, 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 beni." So to feel what it means that the Yavish is Ovinu Shabbat Next question. Ali. Okay, Rabbi, you, I'm, I must say you're saying Dvurim Shaltam. Very nice. Very good. I really appreciate I appreciate it. The says, And one of them is Tfila. So it's I Tfila. appreciate That's right. Yes. So. Uh, I'm 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 gonna say it. there's two questions to it, so I'll I'll tr- I'll try it like this. <clears throat> when when I daven and I daven and I pray and I pray, and what happens is, all all my rabbonim mashpiim are asking me, "Do you daven?" I say, "Of course I daven. Of course I'm asking. I feel like I'm talking to the wall. Of course I'm asking." So they say, "Did you ever try to go out?" do his badatas. Now, there is a known chasidas, there is no sect that they go out, that they daven okay. outside, they go in, in, in Prospect Park or whatever it should okay. be. But we have we have a siddur. We okay. have shmakalaini. You could you could daven right. over there. What is okay. pshat to do his badatas? That's one question. What is pshat in the Mishnah? Chasidim hodishoinim hoyeshu shu achas koidim this question. You want an upshot? Should I tell you upshot? Yeah. You want an upshot? Yes. But Emma's upshot, not for me, from the Nebuchadnezzar. You want an upshot? Yes. Okay, here we go. They paused from this world, humanity, to put themselves in a spiritual situation where they were able to connect with God says the tour you don't have to go to the woods to wait an hour says the Mishnah Bura of an art by the halacha lamaisa shahakas is state sea ice take two steps bottom line now let's get to practical the fifth shokanarch lamaisa 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 stop pause Feel, connect, and rinse. Repeat after me. Stop, pause, feel, connects, connect. Rinse was a joke, sorry. Okay. Okay, Salamaisa, just feel what you're saying. Ready? You know why we take three steps? You know what you need to listen to? So I started on Torah anytime beside the Sunday night cheer at eight o'clock. 
We have a five-minute app on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. It takes no longer than six minutes. And you can see, you can see me, I do it by video. And we started Swanesse. So let me tell you, I'll be already done. We've started at three weeks. Ready? Here we go. Turn anytime. Ready? So first of all, we started. Why did we walk three steps forward? You know why? Because a person has to do a mice to be able to emulate, to stir the senses, to come close to God. Aye, Hashem is all over. But that's like going out to count the stars. What you would like to accomplish. We take now. I will talk about this week or next week in the five-minute lessons. It's called, ready? Mindful tefillah. Okay, Coach Menachem, I'm sure you know about mindfulness. My wife is a therapist, and I've mentioned that to you, and she's into all the different, you know, stuff. And she's, and she's introduced me, and I've heard the tapes of mindfulness. I will say, not me, I'm sorry, please, I will be the shliach, hopefully, to change the way people, mindful tefillah, ready? Connect with your feelings. Stop, pause, connect, feel. When you walk three steps, I want you to feel your feet moving forward. When you say, Hashem, Sabasai Tiptoch, Ado, Nun Yud, He's my God. You know what that means? Rabbi Zalman Meltzer, the Abishans of Vino, and He's Melech. He's both. A Melech has all the power, has no idea who in the world you are. Your father can't do a thing, but he loves you to pieces. God is both. So therefore, Aleph Dalad Nunyud, Shabbosai Tiptah, Hupiagat in the Sech, I need your help even to be able to have Kavona. Baruch Atah, we're talking directly to the Abishta. This is Lashon Noichach, the Rajba. The Abishta is seen in the actions. So my message to you is connect, feel, internalize. God is with you. If he's with you, for sure he's with you now. He's with you all over. Let me go a step further. You are Tzalem Elohim. You know, Shama desires to connect. Do it the biggest favor you can do. Fulfill it. Fill it up with Ruchli, with spirituality. Let God fill you up. And that is the ultimate you don't need the tree. Again, the Hasidish, they want that. They can do that. Okay. Wait, I got Shalom biased. That's one of the shirim. It's my wife. I'm still on the phone. I'm still on this program. Okay. Okay. I'll talk to you when I'm done. Sometime, uh, I don't know when. Goodbye. Thanks. Okay. Sorry, guys. Shalom bias comes first. The May Saita. I mean, they were talking about the Averson now. They were making the same Hashem for that. So one second, the person who asked me the question, that's the ultimate, his boininess. Again, if that's what you want to do, Gavaldic, but that's what Hasidim of Rishonim did. And they were able to do it where they were. And Be'ez Hashem with the focus and an internalization of what we do and we feel it, we will be able to connect with the Boire Oilam as well. Beautiful, Robert Kleiman. Last question of the night, Robert Kleiman. Here we go. Okay. You're on. 
Oh, I'm on. Okay. Oh, what thank do I do? Thank you so much. Here we go. Hi, thank you. Um, Hi, how you doing? Doing great. Oh, enjoying your beautiful teaching. Thank you so much. Thank you for, for staying up so late to hear this. Uh, my question is regarding to something that happens sometimes when I'm going to to sleep. I mean, before I go to sleep, I get so tired, very extremely tired, so tired that I cannot dive in. And so I wonder what I could do when I when I cut myself in this situation that I cannot pray. I literally, I just only, you know, I just- um, Wait, wait, a little bit. So I don't hear your question. What's your question? Let me hear the question. My, my question is what I can do when I'm extremely, extremely, extremely sleepy and tired that I can pray before bedtime or, or in the morning. So most of it isn't before bedtime. I, I like my bedtime prayers. Can I make, can I make a suggestion? Mm. How about dominating before you're very, 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 very tired? No, that's <laughs> what I do. You know what I do when I'm exhausted? I say goodnight. <laughs> no. I mean, why wait until you're very, very, very tired? Daven before you're very. Do it when you're one berry. Why do you have to do it when you're five berries? Here, Rabbi Kleiman, one more. I'm sorry, I want to hop on one more. You're on. No problem. Hey, it's Thank tomorrow. Thank you so much, Rabbi Kleiman. Day is young. Go ahead. My question was, I believe, touched on a little bit um, regarding tefillah shav. Um, well, what's that? second? I just want to make sure. Did I answer your question before? Whoever asked me before? Liana, you know, Liana. Yes. I, I want to make sure. Yeah, I yes. Was, she said yes. She said yes. Good. Okay. Good. Okay. Go ahead. I also had another answer, by the way. A lot of caffeine. Okay. Continue. <laughs> okay. My question is. How do you know hey, how specific? One second. Ush, if I would have known that, I could have saved three hours. <laughs> what I'm saying. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> how do we know how specific a tefillah could be, is allowed to be? Um, like, What's when is question? it trying to, like, sort of, like, sort of control Hashem? Like, you know, I want Daf for this. Like, saying I need a parnas is different than saying, please let me okay. win the lottery. Right? So you're asking, so again, I hate to send you to the book again. Praying with fire, the beginning of chapter two, you're asking the morals question and the Seipo Ikram's question. Here's the question, ready? Why would I want a Dobbin to change God's mind? God knows what he's doing. I mean, he made the whole planet, come on. I mean, he's like, you know what I mean? He's running the whole show. Of course he knows what he's doing. How would little me, why would little me want to change it, number one? And number two, I don't know what's best for me because I don't know the past. I don't know the future. God does. I don't know the Olam Neshamas. God does. So, wait. Why would I even want to change what God is doing? So listen to what the answer is. Ready? It's in Praying with Fire, the beginning of chapter 2. When we daven, we do not change God's mind. We don't want to. We can't forget about it. You know who we change? We change ourselves. We are now at a higher spiritual level. And we are Zaycha for the bracha that God is like waiting. Come on, I'm waiting for you to 
become a bigger Kaylee, a bigger vessel. Now let's put it together. That's why when there's a tzara, God puts us in that situation. When there's a struggle, a challenge, a pain, he wants us to feel it because he wants to give us blessing, but we're not deserving of it. And therefore he wants us to elevate ourselves spiritually to get closer, the closer we become. We fulfill our top, get our purpose in life, which is to be more spiritual. By the way, that's a great topic. How do we become more spiritual before the Gaula comes? What's going on in the world? How do we become? God wants us to be spiritual, and it doesn't mean we all have to stop working. Uh-uh. Yaakov Avinu was the Bechish of Abbas, and he worked for 20 years for Lavan, and he was the best. Figure that one out. That's for a different time. So we but elevate we ourselves. Have I answered the question? How does that define the specifics, though? What? Like, how, how does that define, though, how specific we get in Tefillah? Why? God, one second. Why, why, one second. By Yar Elikim as Kol Asher Asa, Behinei Tom Oitz, at the Pusik of Horatius. Kol Asher Asa, you know what that means? Whatever God created, it was great. He wants us to partake. That's why he put us in that situation, to be able to have access to it, to benefit from it, to enjoy it. But, not but, I shouldn't say but, coach, I apologize. And he wants us to attribute it to him because he is the Baruch, the break of the source. And when we put it all together, we start to connect. Our lives are different. Our tefillahs are different. Our spirituality is different. Uh, this world kite is different. And then was Zaycha to bring the Gaula and was Zaycha Mamish to the purpose and the top get of life. And they all live happily ever after. And that's what God wants for us. He wants us to grow. He wants us to meet him, to greet him, to connect with him. And he gave us the tool. We have the Wi-Fi in us. Just read the manual. Speak to the manufacturer. If you find your Wi-Fi is not working, Speak to the manufacturer who is the Abishta. Ask him for the Siyata Deshmaya. Read a book or one or two or three, and you'll find the answer to what you're searching for. Thank you, and, Rabbi Kleiman. Yes. I mean, tonight was super powerful. We're going to go to close. I'm going to give you a few minutes to talk about your stuff that we spoke about. Again, I wanted to give a great for coming on tonight. Chazak, hundreds of people here tonight. Wait, so, I didn't even do the seal. You said you wanted to say. No, I got to no, go. Right, oh, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. We're getting oh, be careful what you ask for. Oh, no. That's yeah, what go I ahead. said. Be careful what you ask for. You never know. You might actually get it. Yeah, okay, go ahead. So, again, I'm going to go. You don't mind if I get in the pajamas, do you? I'm already in pajamas. Uh, okay, good. Go ahead. I'm just wearing a white shirt. Okay. Shrek a Chris. Yeah, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Again, coming on. Everybody's saying that you're amazing. You have to come back for round two. There was so much more we had to cover. There were so many more questions. Thank Definitely you. On again, it was a tremendous physic tonight for the Oilam. Uh, we had a beautiful participation. As you can see, we have a very hush of a crowd of people here. No chatzois over here for, for you tonight. So it just, it just shows you. But, 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 Rabusha, I, I must say, and I mean this sincerely, okay? And I told this to you before, and I'll tell it to you again. What you and the coach are doing is groundbreaking. It's been Odom L'chaveroi and it's been Odom L'mokai. And if there's anything we need to be able to bring the gula, 
It's to grow together. You enable us all to grow together. You know what you're doing? You are taking something that the Abishta created, which is the Thai tech world, and you're using it for Kedusha. That is the ultimate spirituality. You and Coach Menachem, and if I don't want to forget, Yaakov Avinu, are Sula Mutzav Artsa Veroisha Magial Shemaina. With what you guys are doing, we are this close to Geula. This is what we needed in your schus. Amen. Thank you, Rabbi Kleiman. A lot of, uh, I'm getting a lot of uh, kudos over here. Listen, you deserve it. Thank you. So, again, Shkreth for coming on tonight. Shemendis Chizik, definitely come on again. Tonight's show was sponsored uh, by my father in law, Tovi Berberk Yosef, Shemendis Aliyah. Being the Chazak, so many hundreds of years, make sure thousands of people watch the video. Again, uh, one of the sponsors tonight was uh, Grant Max. They're doing the PPP loans. Anybody who needs any help with it and needs guidance, please go to them. Uh, their email address is info, I-N-F-O, at grantmax.net. Or you can call them at 609-309-300-3928, and they'll be able to help you. They already funded a bunch of deals. I know that already. So uh, if you didn't get funded yet, please call them immediately. Next Sunday, we're going to have a tremendous, powerful program. We have a world-famous therapist, Sonny Perlman, the brother of Dr. Akiva Perlman. He's the director of Our Place in New York. He's also the director of, of Village Sober Living in Rockland County. We're going to be discussing addiction. Everybody has a little bit of addictive personality in them. We're going to discuss that, how to grow with it. And people that are going through addictive, addictive issues, what we can do to be mechazic them and really help them to grow together. Very, very warm person. It's just tremendous. Uh, I, I spend time with him. I think it's going to be an amazing program. I, I advise everybody to please come. And... Um, Again, everything is recorded tonight. Everything will be on Menachem Berenfeld's website tomorrow, www.menachemberenfeld.com. Anybody has any questions, please email coachmenachem at gmail.com. We're going to get to you wherever I climb in a minute. Anybody who wants to hear the shear because they don't have uh, the internet or anything like that, it's all pre-recorded on the phone. If you want to hear it when you're driving, it's 848-777-GROW. It's also on Spotify. It's on Apple uh, Podcasts, so you can listen to all them. And again, I want to thank the Lakewood Scoop, Chazak, Yari, Rabbi, and Yaniv. I know you're Rabbi's Rabbi's a big guy, very close to you. He promotes you a lot. And special thanks to Chayla Kaufman, Shmuel Summer. Coach Menachem, closing words. Okay, Rabbi Kleiman. Baruch Hashem, we got to cover a lot tonight. And it's a really, really powerful. And this was a lot of questions that many people had and have. And Baruch Hashem, we, could, we were able to cover a lot. And uh, like you said, this because at the, the end of the day, this is our tafkid in this world to be able to connect, to see Hashem in this world. And that's what Er Yitzhahara, that you imitated so nicely tonight. It doesn't let us, Yitzhahara is all over the place, doesn't let us see Hashem because everything cause and effect and it doesn't let Hashem come into the picture. And that's that's the, the, the avoider. Now, Avada, it's, it's, it's hard when, when you go through a challenge. Sometimes a challenge makes it a little bit easier, like you mentioned. If it's out of norm, out of the box, so it has to be Hashem. But at the end of the day, it's, it's going through a challenge is not easy. And I would, I would suggest that you start connecting to Hashem with some positivity. Because everybody has something that they can thank Hashem every day. And it's only when you go through a challenge, small things, are, if it's negative, the negative, that's what, what hits us. And then we have questions. But wait a second, do you see the positive? Connect over there every day. Write down three things every day, three things you want to thank Hashem. Start small. 
start thanking Hashem and not um, starting to look for Hashem when you see the negatives. And the negatives cover up a lot of the positives. So Baruch Hashem, we were able to cover whatever we covered, and Hashem should help us all. We should be answered. Hashem should help us. He should answer all our prayers, and He does answer all our prayers. We should see it. We should have a good life. But we need to remember to trust in Hashem, even though things look a little bit. Uh, we would want things to look a little different. We should trust and believe that whatever Hashem does is for our good. And should be zoicha to the Geula. Before you go to closing, two things. People want to know how to get in touch with you. People want to know about your programs, your shiurim. And then the closing is yours. It's all yours. Okay. So let's start with the programs. So first of all, um, uh, the challenge that I suggested before, uh, I'm up to any challenge. If we can get 100,000 people, why, why, wait, why? If we can get 500,000, I like to think big, 500,000 people, or okay, a little bit less, 499,850, okay, fine. If we can get them being Mechazek and Tefillah, could you imagine what we would accomplish? And the way to do that is, again, there are many good books. I happen to be familiar with Praying with Fire. Again, I know the author. And it's five minutes a day in English. We've done the program in several cities very successfully. If you want to start a program in your town, in your community, with your friends, in your city, you go to your rabbi, whoever, whatever, five minutes a day where everybody learns the same lesson. If you get 50 people, we'll start a grassroots movement. I will commit to getting online. We can do Zoom and to giving you any share, answer questions, whatever you want. I'm game. That's number one. Because Klal Yisrael needs an Anulishan of Yisrael I want to say it again. Klal Yisrael needs a That is the answer. That's the solution. That's the key. That's the reason for the Pachad. Rav Tzadik says that the whole reason for Pachad, you know why thunder was created? To straighten out the Akmumi Yisrael. When we had thunder and you went to your parents and you said, Mommy, Papi, I'm afraid they didn't stop the thunder. But they were with you, and that was the security. We need to know that the Abishad whistle, that's Atayi Modi. But we need to learn about it. How can you work the powerful Wi-Fi? You don't even know how to work the thing. Five minutes a day for 89 days, we buy Nishalaylam. If we believed it, we do it. And if you've got a better program, I will get on to that. But let's get it going. Because Claudia Yisrael needs it. And the only thing getting in the way is we ourselves. That's number one. Number two. So we can learn, start with praying with fire. I want to also send people, if you want to know, 177 lessons on Shman Esrei in color. Go, go on the online prayingwithfire.org. It's free. You can, we used to send it to thousands of subscribers. We don't do it because we're too busy. But if anybody wants to take access, you can do it and it'll blow your mind. But as Hashem, five minutes a day. Okay. I can't think more than five minutes at a time anyway. So you know what I'm saying? Everything I do is five minutes a day. Next, Baruch Hashem, we have a very successful program in the schools. 
We've done close to 80,000 kids out of the number 75, 82. I don't remember the exact number over the last seven, eight years. We send our books for free. It's in color, fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade. And they do it. We get unbelievable testimonials. The Rabbeim love it. Just last week, I got a phone call from a fifth grade Rebbe in a community here in New York City where the Rebbe was on the loudspeaker with the kids and they were all shouting to thank because they love the program. And the Rebbe said the best part is his feeling has improved. Shh, don't tell anybody. Because that's usually what happens. Plus, we start a shtika program, which comes after the fact. Once we are machazik the tefillah, shtika tells part and parcel. Next, we have our this program. Anybody wants information, you'll send it to the chiefs over here, and they will send it to me, and I will send you the information. Everything is free. I don't want your money. I don't want your money. You want to send a donation to Vanit Tefillah Foundation, fine. But I don't want your money. You know what I want? I want your soul. I want your heart. I want God to be happy and to bring Geula. Read my lips. Bring Geula. It's up to us. So we can start a program to be Machadic Tvila. Why make a young Tvila? It boggles my mind when before that we could be Machadic Tvila now. You know when you you know when you learn to become a lifeguard. Not when the patient is drowning, not when the swimmer is drowning in the sea. Help me, help. Uh, uh, where's the manual? Or oh, what do I do? Uh, take right hand, move forward. Take left hand, kick leg. You don't learn how to swim then. When everything is calm, you learn how to be the lifeguard so you can save lives. It's not calm. We're running out of time. The Chafetz Chaim says, you know why everything happened so quickly? He said about World War I. Because the Abish is speeding it up, the ghoul has to come. We can hasten it, that it can come in the best possible way that we will benefit. So the books, the programs in the schools, anybody wants to, if your school is not doing it, we got thousands of kids or other schools that later on, I get Rabbi Amoris telling me, oh, we have a separate program for boys and girls, by the way. They said, oh, I didn't even... Oh, I didn't know. I said, well, you know, three years ago, we called your school and you didn't have the time of day to take a look at it. Great. Hey, I don't push anything on anyone. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to eat dinner, don't, but you'll enjoy the meal. So if you want the school to be machadic, the kids and tefillah, you'll let me know. Okay. Next, Baruch Hashem, you talk about Usha, you talk about Robbie. He's wonderful. I can imagine what his scar is. You know, I'm going to try to find him after 120. I'm going to hang with him. Because could you imagine where he's going? Hey, that's where I'm going. He ain't going near the hot places in town. You know what I'm saying? But it happens to be that Baruch Hashem, Robbie was kind enough to give me the opportunity to try to be a couple of people. And for any time, has a lot of couple of people. Sunday nights, we have a lecture at 8 o'clock. The lecture does not go for more than 40 minutes. Okay, tonight we did the lecture on Amunah Hushis. David. By the way, that's in my home, that's the tagline. When a child, when somebody has a problem, I say, it's a Mizmaladavid. Plus, we do the five-minute clip. No more than six minutes. None of them. If it's more than that, I do it for my house. I redo it to shorten it. Because I don't want to take away anyone's valuable time. 
Monday nights, I don't know, Robbie sends it out. You got to subscribe Wednesday and Thursday. Why three times a week? Because it's like therapy. Coach, you like this one. I want people to internalize it. Learning another shot and another shot and another shot. <laughs> when do you get to use it? It's too fast. When you do therapy, slow down. So you'll know how to daven each Kabona three weeks later in your life. Okay? It'll happen three times a week. I'm Baruch Hashem. We started with Shemana Esrei. Tomorrow we're going to be doing the Shem Hashem. I got really good stuff and a wonderful story. So if you want Chizek again, if you don't want to take part of the meal, it's fine. But I'm offering it. It's free. And it's five, no more than six minutes of your valuable time. So that's the Torah. Anytime Sunday night at eight o'clock. So Hashem, it seems we're still going. So they must like some part of it. And the clips, it doesn't take that much time. So nobody notices. Baruch Hashem, it's good. And uh, that with, again, the challenge, praying with fire. If anybody wants to take me up on the challenge, I'm more than happy. And again, you get a better program. I will push it on all the, the, uh, the, you know, the tapes and everything else, I'll get a bullhorn and I'll get on my corner on a milk box and I'll holler it out. I want to finish with two powerful stories. One story is day 10 and praying with fire. All these are true stories. It's about a young couple that they go to Israel and after being married a year and change, they have a child. The bad news is the child lives for 11 hours. They're devastated. They're told by their doctor they may not ever be able to have a family. So they go to Gedolim, they go to Rav Chaim Kanievsky. And this young Krilo, young light, he's crying. It's his turn to go in to speak to Rav Chaim. And he says, I learn in the Kailo and I daven and I do everything, but I'm willing to do anything. I want to have a family. Rosh Hashiva, please tell me the ultimate chus. Rav Chaim looks at him and says, Zait Mispalel. <laughs> he thought maybe he didn't explain it clearly enough. He again tells Rav Chaim, no, but I want to do like the ultimate. I'm willing to do anything. Learn extra, get more stuck. Rav Chaim looks at him and says, Zait Mispalel. He starts to tell Rav Chaim again. Rav Chaim looks at him. And in a way, only Rav Chaim can say, he says, Zayt Matzliach. And he goes on his path, Baruch Hashem. They have a child. They have another child. They have a family. I happen to know this person very well. It's someone in my family. And I remember the time, the phone call, the Agmas Nefesh, the Pachad. I remember it so vividly etched in stone. And I thanked him for telling me the story so I can get the story into the book. <laughs> it was a week before we were going to put the book to bed. Baruch Hashem. I get a phone call from a woman in Canada. She's saying, Robert Kleiman, you have a minute? Yes. You know that story, day 10, is it true? Yes. But no, really. But is it really? You know, sometimes you write stories and it's is it really? Yeah, yeah, 100%. It's a true story. How do you know? I said, trust me. I said, you know, I got some other great stories in this book. 
that's before it started to sell. So, you know, you got to pump it up. You know what I'm saying? So I said, what? She said, no, no, no. I said, what's happens? Why this story? So she said, I want you to know my daughter is in a similar situation. My daughter has been unable to have children for many years. And she too went to Gedolim. And she too went to Rav Chaim. And she too was told Zayt Mispalo. And therefore I want to know was the Bracha Makuyim. Is this wonderful Segula that the Seba Ikram says, Segula miyuchedes la'koyl, that Toysus and Shabbos says that it can eradicate, it can mitigate against beard, mazel. That the Gemara Masech, the Nida Ayinam says, you want mayas adam yis asher, yibakei serachem and mishah shivishaloi, ma yas adam v'yechakem to be smart in every endeavor, yibakei serachem yishah chokmashaloi, ma yas adam yihamalei bodim zacharim, you want children. It's the promise from the Abish then the Toyliga Toyrish about Peh, Yabakesh Rachab and Misha, Habanim Shalai. She wanted to know, like other people wanted to know, does God, whose choismoy is MS, does he keep his promises? And I said, yes, the Bracha was Makuyim. And about a year ago, I get an email and I'd like to share the email with everyone listening. I apologize if it sounds wooden, but I'm gonna read the email verbatim. This is on the 25th of Tishrei, a year literally after the phone call. Dear Rabbi Kleinman, Shalom, do you remember me? I'm Mrs. So-and-so from Canada with whom you had a brief correspondence last year at the same time. I wrote to you about my daughter so-and-so and her husband, you know, what's his name, who had been struggling to have a child. I described to you the many mamatsum situations of stalker receiving brachas that we engaged in. Well, Baruch Hashem, that very month of our correspondence, they conceived a child who was Baruch Hashem born today. We are so grateful to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to the wonderful gift of a baby girl. I wanted to tell you this news, but even more so, I wish to share with you the following amazing story about the Koyach which you can feel free to spread around. I've said this story, you know how many cities, and by the way, not enough cities because I haven't been to too many of them. And we're waiting for your city to get together and do a program with all the shuls, with actors together, praying with fire, a lesson a day. You can feel free to spread it around. It's not only a Kiddush Hashem, but also demonstrates the merit that accrues in praying for others who are in the same boat. About a year ago, before the previous Rosh Hashanah, I was speaking to my cousin who lives in Yerushalayim, Irakoidish. I mentioned to her that my daughter was having difficulty in conceiving and having a child, and it was causing her and me great pain. Parentheses, a mother always perceives a children's pain more intensely than they do. Close parentheses. My cousin mentioned that she too had a daughter who had been married a while and had had no children. And so she certainly understood and identified with our pain. I suggested that both girls exchange names and daven for the other. They did. 
and they daven with a great deal of emotional intensity, one for the other, in parentheses, as we, the mothers, did as well. Close parentheses. Well, Rabbi Kleinman, both young women had their first children on the very same day today, the 25th of Tishro. One in Yerushalayim or HaKadosh, the other one in New York, a year after they started davening for each other. Mine's were the girl and hers were the boy. If such a story doesn't show you the remarkable effects and the power of tefillah, I don't know what does. Have a wonderful evening. Thank you for the opportunity. May the Abish descend, Yeshuais and the Chamois, and nothing but bracha for each and every person, not only those that were listening, but for all the people in Klal Yisrael. May we see Be'ez Hashem Be'koray Mamash Be'go'ula and Be'ez Hashem will be able to see all the G'doylem that davened and thank them because we say in the Shemana Esrei that we will cover in one of my clips Laman Shemai Be'avah we say that the Abishtah will send us the G'ula because we are part of the family of the Avais. You know something? When you are in the family of someone, you get the job first, you get the breaks first, you get everything you wanted first. God loves the others. He loves us. Let's reciprocate and show him our desire to love him in turn. And with that, Ahavo and the closeness that we experience. What was the title this evening? A deeper understanding how to connect with our creators through it all. Several hours later, it has so much more meaning to it. Rabusha and Coach Menachem, your selection of the title, you are like Laavil, the Anshake Nezus Agdaila, Shaidais Nizgabais Bialamais. I can't thank you enough, but more importantly, and don't take this as a slight, I can't thank all the people that listened in enough. Because if they wouldn't try to grow. I would be talking to myself and I would have fell asleep a very long time ago. Thank you. Have a wonderful morning. We'll see you at the next opportunity. Thank you. Thank you everybody for coming. Same time, next place, next week. Good morning. Take care. <laughs> Thank you very much.